Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What up, y'all? I'm Naomi. And I'm Andy. We're a real-life couple and a real-life couple of comedians. You know Naomi from Two Dub Queens and Broad City. And Andy's written for everyone from Pete Holmes to Cedric the Entertainer. Besides our exciting TV credits, we're also the hosts of the comedy podcast Couples Therapy, which features stand-up comedians who are close doing sets together about their relationship. You'll hear from siblings who should not be roommates, married couples who hate each other's moms, and co-hosts who have become co-dependent. Episodes feature everyone from SNL's Sashir Zameda and Nailed It's Nicole Byer to Daily Show correspondents Ronnie Chang and Roy Wood Jr. Not to mention First Wives Club's Michelle Buteau and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend's Rachel Bloom. And sometimes we even have guests come into the studio to talk about relationships. Like when Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black came in and I tried to make her my friend. How'd that work out? Not great! I mean, tune in and find out! The Couples Therapy Podcast is like if therapy was funny and you didn't have to pay for it. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Download it on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you had to order a day for weather, this would pretty much be it, at least in the tri-state, not so much along the Gulf Coast. Updates throughout the afternoon and into the evening is tropical storm. It was a tropical storm, then it was a hurricane for about eight and a half minutes. Uh, back to a tropical storm making landfall. Barry has uh, making life very difficult for people around Lafayette, Baton Rouge. Uh, high water already issued in the New Orleans area. But here it's just hot and uh, a lot of sunshine. The UV is an issue. And a guy would, like me with no hair on his head, you gotta, you got to get the uh, hat on. you got to get some uh, lotion on with the high SPF because you don't need the melanoma. And the air apparently is bad, so uh, breathe easy. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of people in masks, but, uh, you know, maybe that might be wise for people who have, uh, you know, breathing issues. How you doing? Welcome to a beautiful Saturday, Sterling. That's me. The Nation Station is what you're listening to, 700 WLW. Glad you're along. Reds in action a little later. They try to bounce back after giving one up late last night in Colorado, losing 3-2. Uh, and uh, we'll give you some more on that uh, sooner than later. Man, there's a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, let's see. You know what I, I think I want to start with? Because I, I think it's of concern. Uh, there's a lot of people getting shot in the tri-state. Well, specifically, uh, specific areas, actually. Uh, a lot of younger people, it seems more often than not, very quick to the gun, shooting each other. Uh, not always innocent people, but uh, a lot of innocent people sort of getting caught up in the, in the uh, crossfire, uh, targeted for uh, either being uh, victims of robbery or uh, retaliation for one thing or another. And, and uh, because I am here to help, because I am uh, a servant to the public, to the people, uh, like you and those in need, as I try to make sense of things, I, I would like to engage you. Because you are what matters in finding a solution. We've heard in the news and, you know, people who are elected officials, they are searching for some type of answers, some type of way to put a curb on the ridiculous carnage that is taking place. And it does seem that, statistically speaking, the hotter it gets, the more uh, aggravated people get, uh, there is more violence, and apparently, for whatever reason, quick to the gun, a lot of people, a lot of young people seem to be, uh, to take up arms against one another for uh, either, well, I don't know, it could be uh, 
possibly territory for drug crime stuff, gang-related stuff. Uh, and sometimes it's just stupid dumbasses who decide for posturing or whatever other reason uh, they don't want to be embarrassed, they don't want to look weak, or they just want to, they just don't care. I think a lot of it is that there is complete disconnect with the value of life, uh, whether it's their own, they either have no hope, they have no consideration, they have no self-respect, let alone respect for anyone else as a person, as people, uh, or let alone uh, their stuff, their property, uh, the value that goes along with that or whatever, and it's bewildering, and it is like a broken record. It, it, this is the same type of conversation that has been taking place year after year, decade after decade. So here as I sit this July 13th, 2019, at 3.10.25, unless you're listening to the podcast, which will be available on the iHeartRadio app or 700WLW shortly after the show, I, I want to ask you a, a simple question, whether it's P.G. Sittenfeld who stepped up to say, hey, he wants like 50 grand to hire some people to try to uh, engage in the community to keep an eye out, uh, uh, to do something about this no-snitch mentality and the stuff that goes along with that to keep people from uh, ratting each other out. There, there's a, apparently some fear factor of retaliation. People don't want to become statistics. And, you know, the, the, the thing that, about that particular deal that is strange to me, not P.G. Sittenfeld necessarily, or these ideas that he has and that he wants to uh, counsel to convene in an emergency session to try to uh, get to the bottom of this. Uh, more police are coming, by the way. Uh, more have been trained. More have been through the academy, like firefighters. I think uh, it was 141st class, if I'm not mistaken. Another 40-some firefighters going to be on the street to help keep people in the uh, tri-state safe. That's a good thing. That's a great thing, actually. Uh, one of those, Sonny Kim's son, which... Uh, uh, hats off to him for uh, stepping up to be uh, someone in the community to uh, lend a hand and to uh, serve, which, uh, by the way, is an underrated thing. But as we sit here, the, the talk of more police, it's its happening. So that, that, that can help. The visibility on the street is a, a big-time deterrent, whether it's people in cruisers driving by, police on, on bicycle. In some cases, you know, you see them in different communities, sometimes on horseback. Uh, that can certainly make a difference. Uh, a lot of this goes into it. But what I'd like to know from you, whether you live in Over the Rhine, whether you live in Price Hill, whether you live in Silverton, whether you live in East Walnut Hills, whether you live in Westchester, you want to go down the long list, Covington, Newport, you name it. And by the way, Northern Kentucky wanted to get a message out, as I understand it. Just because the weed of one type or another is more or less legal now in the city of Cincinnati and recreationally not so much, but it's really just a ticket in most cases, unless you got a whole lot of weight with you, in medicinal or otherwise, maybe you got a prescription for that weed. They say, even though it's the number one cash crop in the bluegrass. Don't bring that grass across the river. Keep it in Cincinnati. Keep it in Ohio. Just so you know. Uh, what what I, I want to know is, are you concerned? Are you scared? Do you give a damn? What can be done? And if you're in a community where there is a growing problem with violence, where you have kids who you have a fear of letting out to go play, to enjoy themselves, to live their life as you would hope they could without having to worry about being shot or intimidated or beat down or whether you're concerned that your neighbor might be up to no good a house down or in an apartment unit next door or across the street where they're slinging dope or cutting it up and distributing it here, there, or everywhere. What is it that can be done? 
to stop the ridiculousness, the, the uh, mindset of cheap life, the, the mindset of it doesn't matter, I'll just pick up that gun and pop, 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 whatever it takes, and on you go. What was the video? Did you see the, the video the other day of a young man? They were uh, hanging out, and they were on bikes, and they're talking. All of a sudden, a guy pulls out a gun and just like, bam, just shoots him. Guy dies. Tons of dead kids, tens of, tons of uh, dead people. I mean, we're talking, you know, uh, what, 20 or so shootings and uh, 10, 15 uh, dead, and, and more will happen. Just a couple, three or four last night getting shot in and around Cincinnati. I ask you to pick up the phone, to give it the finger, to, to let your voice be heard. Do you care first? Do you think anything can be done? And if so, what do you have as suggestion? 513-749-7000. 800-843-2441. That's 800-THE-BIG-1. If you got an AT&T uh, mobile device, you pick it up, it's pound 700. And if you're on Twitter uh, and you're there and you want to say, hey, hi, hello, or uh, follow along, you can do that. I'm at Sterling Radio. What do you think about this? Is this an issue of concern? Because if you are in an outer suburb, if you are in a nicer area, this isn't necessarily much of a problem. I mean, it gets people's attention. It's a headline. But what are you worried about where you are? Because, I mean, this whole new no-snitch mentality, how does that play out where the violence of guns is not so much an issue? It's who's getting it on with somebody else on the down low, on the side. What, what exactly is it that bothers you where you live? I want to know what you think as we try to make sense of things on a, a very hot, sort of steamy, Saturday afternoon here in the tri-state or pretty much anywhere on planet Earth on the iHeartRadio app. My name is Sterling. Again, the phone number, 749-7000, the big one, pound 700 at Your chance to be heard, to get interactive, to make sense of things, to hopefully come up with a solution. Because if it doesn't start with the people like you and me and our neighbors, then who? And if not when, not now, where, if not here? 700-W. Hey, how you doing? Sterling hanging out fine Saturday afternoon the Tri-State. Your forecast from night first warning weather center. Air quality advisory till midnight, meaning ozone levels uh, here and around the area. Unhealthy for sensitive groups. So if you got yourself like a, a you know, issue with emphysema, COPD, uh, what have you, uh, not the time to be outside for an extended period of time. And the sun is hot. UV issues also. So get some uh, slather on that SPF or get a hat on. Uh, sunshine today, less humid, but still uh, hot. High about 90 or so. Uh, yet uh, 70 tonight. Clear tomorrow. Chance of pop-up showers. 92 for your Sunday. It's 89 now. Your severe weather station. 700 WLW. Sterling hanging out. Uh, good times, fun stuff a little bit later, but I figure i got to start with what has really been uh, topic A, story A, if you will, uh, here, and really, you're making some news around the country, uh, a lot of people shooting a lot of other people, and uh, more dead people uh, as a result of that, uh, really disturbingly so, from June and now into July. Uh, it happens when it's hot, it happens in more area, uh, I guess here's the question, what can be done to stop it? P.G. Sittenfeld stepped up to say, hey, uh, you know, more money, open rec centers to keep them up later so kids have some place to go uh, to do something positive rather than being on the streets. Uh, and those things make sense. They've proven, with, you know, whether it's midnight basketball and some 
some of the other stuff. Uh, you know, after proms, when I, I was in school, like after prom, people like go to hotels and booze it up and party and get laid. Uh, frankly, if you were lucky, it uh, didn't necessarily work out for me, but just the same. Uh, so, the, but they've seen really substantial drops in some of the problems with people getting behind the wheel, doing dumb things to themselves or others while driving liquored up after these things. So, uh, where there's an issue with violence and kids on the street, like curfew, maybe is something that could help. I mean, what ideas do you have? The no snitch mentality also is a concern. They say, hey, well, maybe they can do something to do about that. And the only thing I have to say about it is if, uh, you know, everybody seems to have a, a cell phone, a smartphone, some way to communicate. Like those people with the acutehearingcenter.com uh, phone line or hotline open right now, 513-749-7000, the big one. And pound 700 at chance to get interactive. The people who want to let law enforcement know that there's trouble in the neighborhood, trouble around the corner, around the way, uh, whether it's a drug house or people doing things they shouldn't be, uh, wreaking havoc, lowering property values, making it unsafe in an unsavory place uh, with behaviors that are unacceptable for most common people, regular people, uh, is the fear of retribution of some sort. Uh, I would think that the Ability to get on the phone and either like a Crime Stoppers thing or an ability to text and communicate on phone. How is somebody going to know that you pointed the finger because you saw somebody do something they shouldn't unless you open your mouth and say, I told on you? No one's going to know. You can do that anonymously. Can you not? So why is why aren't more people engaged in doing something to make their community themselves safer uh, by pointing the finger at those who are to blame? I'd like someone to answer that to me. Do you have a solution? What the hell is going on? Your chance to get interactive now also on Twitter at Sterling Radio. Anderson, Ben, 700-WLW, and room for you on the big one after that. Ben, what's going on? Hello? Yeah, um, yes, this is Ben Hey, speaking. man, what's going on, buddy? Uh, when, can you answer this question for me? Uh, when okay. was the last time uh, Cincinnati saw a long pause in these terrible shootings that are now occurring well i I think that part of it is when the colder weather arrives arguably when school is in session there's less of an issue and uh otherwise i mean month by month we've seen a bubble up again just in the last month of what 60 days or less so i think that sort of is part and parcel with that when are you thinking well i just want to make a few comments on the whole thing yeah uh number one you know i was not too long ago, pulled over by two policemen for supposedly speeding, but found out that I wasn't speeding. And the first question the policeman asked me as I rolled down my window was, do you have a gun or knife in the car? And, you know, I saw, I I said to them, uh, no, absolutely not, I do not. But that was his first question. Usually they've asked me, "Is uh, do you know why I pulled you over? And then they may ask that subsequently. So what, what is your concern with... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That question, because, I mean, if you, if you pull up to a car and you don't know what you're dealing with, that maybe makes sense that you right. might want to know if somebody might be a danger or threat to you. That's why if you have concealed carry or a weapon in the car, I'm going to tell the police immediately, I got a gun in the box, in the back, or in the glove box, or next to me, exactly. whatever. Exactly. Well, the point I'm actually trying to make here is that if... A policeman sees a group of people standing on the street, no matter what color they are, it doesn't matter, uh, and they, they are kind of looking suspicious. What would be wrong with asking them, are you carrying a licensed uh, gun or any kind of a weapon? What would be wrong with that? I don't know that there is anything wrong with that. Well, that's my point. That's my point. Well, that's the only thing. That's the only thing that's going to stop this thing. You think that's and not being asked now when they come up on, think, on somebody? No, I don't think it. I do not think it is. So you think you I were unfairly targeted? Is. Do you look shifty or unsavory or something? I mean, because I'm just curious. Why'd they ask you, but well, you don't you think? Know, this, this was done in New York City for a long time, and I, I know that um, uh, the, the guns were were taken off the street in, in uh, a lot of quantities. So I'm just asking, is that possible? you think that would be possible for our police force to be more active in pursuing this problem? Well, I, I think so, Ben. I appreciate the call. Maybe that's a legit question. I'd love to hear from law enforcement, but I think right now, I mean, when they engage someone in, in, in a situation, whether it's on the corner or when there's a stop, uh, they may ask that very question of individuals. Certainly, if they're before they move forward because they don't want there to be a problem. They don't want there to be an exchange of, of uh, uh, I guess, a, a more threatening type of uh, involvement between parties unnecessarily. That's, I, don't, I don't know that that's not being asked, but maybe it isn't. 749-7800, the big one, pound 700 AT&T. D- do you have a concern where you live about this and these headlines? Is it in areas where you don't live? Because, I, I, you know, this is one of the things we were talking about off the air. I, I, my guess is that there's a whole lot of people listening. Most people, arguably, probably are not living in the areas where this type of crime is bubbling up right now listening to this radio station. So if you're living someplace where it's not happening, why do you think it's not happening where you are, but it's happening in these other areas? And... Do you think these rec centers staying open or, uh, you know, having others on the street, more cops on the street, certainly, and that visibility can help? Can nothing be done at all? Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred, the big one, pound 700 AT&T, Dick 700 WLW. Hey, Sterling, uh, I'm on my lunch break. I thought I'd give you a buzz. Do what now? I'm sorry? I'm sorry on my lunch break. Uh, I'm doing mission, uh, you know, I'm at Lowe's till 8 o'clock, but I thought I'd call in and weigh in on something for you, buddy. Well, yeah, that's that's why we pick up the phone, sir. Yeah, I, I, I always enjoy your show. You know something, Sterling? What's I, that? I'm always, you know, I wanted to go, I would love to go to a baseball or a football game, but, but the way things are anymore, Sterling, you know, I, I don't know. I just probably watch it on TV, you know? Right. You know, I mean, it's just a lot of this is getting out of hand, Sterling, you know. The, 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 the violence, you mean? Yeah, the violence. Or, I mean, are you concerned about it? Do you, do you well, feel Sterling, threatened? I, I wanted to tell you, know, I'll tell you and Big Dave, and i got to go, but about <laughs> a month ago somebody said something to me, and they got out and they accused me of something, and uh, it wasn't uh, real good, Sterling. And I wrote, I called, the, uh, you know, the uh, Centerville 
people about it and wrote a letter, but it wasn't too good, Sterling. Okay. I mean, it was something they accused me of something that I didn't do. They said I was texting and I w that I had something in the car, illegal right. drugs and stuff. Right. So they pull you over and give you like a cavity search or a, no? A, a, they just got me real mad, and I and I told them. Right. I was going to pursue it because they have forced me, accused me of something. Sterling. Right. So, in other words, you, you felt you were snitched on, but it was just for, like, retaliation because they either yeah. wanted to mess with you or something. Yeah, that, that's no good. That's no good. Well, Dick, I hope you get back to work and enjoy your day. I, I'm sorry that happened to you. That, that's awful bad. What are you going to do? Seven four nine seven thousand eight under the big one. Pound seven hundred eighteen and T. Your chance to get interactive on the other side of your three thirty report. The latest on Barry and uh, the beating that is uh, going on right now uh, along the Gulf Coast. I want to know about uh, what can be done, if anything, to uh, abate this issue of violence in the tri-state that has uh, really increased to. Uh, it was the worst month on record for uh, gun violence in Cincinnati ever. Just the, it finished up. So can anything be done, or is this just what happens? Is it thinning of the herd, and uh, what do you do? On the other side of the news, your chance to get interactive. Lots more Sterling coming up. 700 W. Info. Sterling hanging out fine Saturday afternoon, 700 WLW. Dale Donovan right over there. It's unbelievable. I I'm like Rain Man. I, I, I see things. I say things. I drive by Skyline. I want to eat. I go by Graders. I need a, I need a, a black raspberry chip ice cream. Uh, it's just one of those things. I, I, all the time, I, I need that at any given point in time. Uh, so uh, he, here is the deal. Uh, Reds uh, in action later on. They'll try to bounce back from uh, what happened last night in my high city. Uh, the Rockies uh, came back, bit them in, in, uh, late in the game, and uh, Reds lose 3-2. And uh, we'll see what happens later on. Uh, Tanner Roark uh, on the mound, and uh, maybe maybe they'll get a win. Uh, it's now or never. I mean, really, to a certain extent, because they, they get them, and then they got the the Cardinals, and then they got the Cubs uh, all in the next uh, week, ten days, and then you got to go buyers, sellers all at the end of the month. What happens now means everything for the Reds uh, in the NL Central, moving ahead, and uh, maybe maybe they uh, add uh, by way of subtraction. And, you know, I don't know. It's a wheel and dealing time. We'll see exactly what's happening down at Great American Ballpark soon enough uh, when it comes to that and those uh, big offices and those suites where they try to figure out who gets paid what and how you can make moves to make this team better. In the meantime, trying to make sense of this violence that has uh, popped up, uh, worse than it's ever been, gun violence, the worst month on record in Cincinnati in the last month. Uh, mostly young people uh, in isolated areas, and uh, it's a problem. Now, uh, somebody uh, just tweeted at me, uh, Debbie Wayne, throwing at sign in front of that on Twitter. She says, maybe I missed it, but how do you know the people calling your show don't live in these neighborhoods or haven't been victims of gun crimes? Okay, uh, we ask where they're calling from when uh, Dave screens a call, and they can tell us. Uh, and if they've been a victim of gun crime, that, that's a great thing to say. Hey, I, I was shot, or I know someone who got shot, and uh, here's what I think about it. Uh, she goes on to say, have you seen uh, the amount of school shootings? Uh, where do they happen? Not in the hood. Uh, that's true. Uh, most of the mass shootings and school issues when it comes to that have been in suburbia, for want of a better way to describe it, and it's a problem there, too. And, and when those things happen, I bring those issues up. But right now, this is what's happening. But all of it is interrelated, and all of it, to a certain extent, is a problem. Uh, kids, uh, young people think it's cool uh, to pick up a weapon, uh, whether it's for protecting drug trade, their business, their territory, their pride, because uh, they feel like they have to do it to survive on the street or in the school setting. They're mentally defective. 
They need help. We got big mental health issues, not just in the tri-state, but around the country. Uh, there's a lot to go with it. And as she put it in parentheses, the hood. And uh, I, I could argue that I've lived either in the hood or on the edge of the hood my entire life and career as a, a human on this planet. And in fact, most people live in a neighborhood of some type or another, good, bad, or somewhere in the middle, just by happenstance as it goes. Uh, great tweet. It would make for a great call. And you can do the same now uh, at Sterling Radio or 749-7000, the big one, pound 700 AT&T. But that does not actually uh, move the conversation forward fully forward and giving me a solution. More uh, police on the street, does it help? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. We've seen it in school benefit. We've seen it on the street in neighborhoods where crime is a problem. Uh, people getting engaged in either uh, seeing something and saying something to make a difference. So the other thing that goes into it is it's hot. Summer, there seems to always be an uptick. One, because kids aren't in school. Two, because there's more people out and about and they're unhappy, they're uncomfortable, they're un- physically they're uncomfortable in the heat. Tempers are short. I can remember catching more beatings from mom. She, she never really beat me, but you know what I mean. Uh, when it was hot, she was aggravated, she was frustrated, and I did dumb things, and then occasionally I'd, I'd pay physical correction. And then uh, the worst part, I, I, in fact, more beatings would have done me well. Uh, and what I mean by that is she always wanted me to talk about stuff. The talking about stuff was good. So I, I get the uh, ear bending and the rationalization for my dumb behavior, and then I had to go hunt for a switch or something along those lines. Maybe we need more of that. Maybe the, the question is maybe we need more God. I, uh, although I, that's subjective because you don't have to have God in your life to do good things, to have a moral compass. Arguably, you can call it whatever you want. The golden rule, treat people as you'd like to be treated, and that's somehow been lost. So help me make sense of this. Is it a skin color thing? No, I don't think so. There is no inherent better or worse person because of the melanin content in their skin, though people seem to believe that, and certainly that's a lot of conversation these days more than ever. For right or wrong, what do you think? 749-7000, 800-the-big-one-pound, 700-AT&T. See who's been holding the longest. Dale, it's your turn, then Mike and Kevin and Jim, and I'd like to hear from some ladies as well. Wherever you live, whatever you think, have you been a victim of gun violence? What can be done to improve this situation? Are you concerned whether it's your neighborhood or the neighborhood next door or across town? It's your turn, Dale, on 700 WLW with Sterling. Hey. Hi, Sterling. Hey, man. Um, I'm a long-time retired law enforcement, but here's my perspective. It means a lot. Uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati is catching up with what's happening in other big cities, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, Chicago, um, same issues. They just have a lot more than we're having. And it, I don't want this to appear to be uh, racial at all, but when you see the victims and the perpetrators, the vast majority are African Americans. And the first question to go with that is, and I'm sorry to interrupt, and I appreciate what you did as a cop in your perspective means a lot. Okay, the first thing people go, okay, well, that's racist, but why do you think that is? Some would say, you know, a history of institutionalized marginalization of populations and have and have not and all the other stuff. And some would say policing, which is even harder in some of these areas because nobody wants to say so-and-so did it or, uh, you know, this person is threatening or this person's doing bad things. That makes it tough from other friends and people who have called the show or that I know doing what you use to do well i go back a long time and i can tell you in the 60s and 70s it wasn't this way the african-american communities uh they were families they took care of each other it wasn't just mom and dad it was aunts uncles they looked out for each other and there was respect for everybody including the police that doesn't exist anymore 
I don't know if you've had a chance to see the video that's going around that was filmed in Price Hill. About the kid on the bike and he got shot? Um, uh, no. No, no, no. Okay. No, this well, is a group. This is a group that it's actually a YouTube video that was produced for them. If anybody watches that and it doesn't scare the bejesus out of them, I mean, you see kids 12, 13 years old with guns. It's a whole, I mean, it's terrifying, really, to see. So uh, socially, we've changed so, so much. And uh, by and large, and this goes across the board, I don't care whether it's white, black, whatever, uh, people just, they're not very civil anymore. It's a people thing. Why do you think we've lost the civility? And why do you think there is such a disconnect with a, an issue of self-respect and care for another human being overall? I mean, it's bewildering to me. And you've dealt on the street. You see, uh, historically, when you were doing what you're doing as a police officer, depending. But if you were yeah. on the street, a lot of times the people you, you would interact with, they were having their worst day or some type of event that went sideways that brought you to engage them in some fashion. That's exactly true, and then the difficulty is is that the the groups uh, that, you know, kind of the the radical left, uh, they criticize law enforcement for everything, no matter what they do, and it takes its toll. And one of the things that across the board in the United States, when the federal government came in and there was a, a federal consent decree, law enforcement shuts down. The officers just say, it's not worth it. And that's what's going on now. Part of this, you need very aggressive police presence. I mean, police officers see people, they know they're up to no good. If they go and just try and talk to them, they have to fill a report out. It's crazy. Officers aren't going to do that. And then when the reports go and they say, well, you stopped too, too many minorities, and they get disciplined or they get transferred. That's part of the problem. It just, you have to be, have a very, very strong police presence in these high crime neighborhoods. But see, if you if, don't, if, if you're they in, can go ahead, I'm just sorry. run rampant. But it, do whatever they want. But engaging people who are suspected of being up to no good or involved in some type of activity that it appears to be no good or somebody's pointed the finger at them for that, that, that is not a racial issue. That should be, it should be a function, a, a, a cause and effect of, of a certain... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Circumstance. Sometimes, though, people do get engaged and involved uh, in, in the perception is, and my family's very mixed, and I've been in a car that's pulled over, and I was the only white kid in, in the difference in, in the the way the car was approached, and I've got friends in law enforcement. So I, I've seen and heard a lot of different perspective on this, and some have told me even that they thought the consent decree did good things overall with the changing no. of policing and involvement no. in neighborhoods. You disagree, though? I disagree. If the neighborhoods would get involved, I would say this is terrific. What, what's happening in these neighborhoods? Why aren't the neighborhoods up in arms? Why aren't the leaders of those neighborhoods up in arms and out on the streets and telling people, stop. 
Who were neighborhood leaders? I'm curious, because like my neighborhood, I don't think there's any leader. I mean, each of us do our thing in our in our house and try to keep it clean and do what we can. But there are problem neighbors and problem things that erupt. But I, I don't know who every, na- I don't know who those every leaders neighborhood are. Neighborhood in Cincinnati, every neighborhood, and I think there's 50 of them, has a neighborhood community council. So the folks that have been elected and are part of that neighborhood council, they should be out there. Uh, ministers, people that are respected, ministers, clergy, whatever, they need to speak out. They don't speak out. They don't say anything about what's going on, and they as a community have to make the change. And that doesn't matter whether it's East Walnut Hills or, you know, uh, Oakley or Price Hill or Bond. It doesn't matter, correct? It doesn't matter a bit. That's it. Uh, anything and then else? you have Go to ahead. have the other thing is that law enforcement needs political support. You look at every city, when the political support, uh, support uh, starts through a road, and the politicians, you know, whatever spinoff group starts complaining, they take a side against the police. See, I, I thought that this police is, just say we're done. It seems like the, the support has been very good in Cincinnati, more than maybe ever in some ways. And more police are coming, going through the academy sooner than later. Just like with the the new uh, recruits that just came through uh, the fire uh, well, training. Well, so you, if you really looked at the numbers, you would be shocked. How many police officers are actually on the street? That's not good. The right. other thing that that Sittenfeld makes this proposal to keep the Rec centers open until midnight. Well, that violates the curfew. You can't do that. Well, see, you can make an exception to that, and I'm going to leave you with that because I'm way late on time. But Dale, it was fantastic call and great experience and perspective to, to lend to the show, and I appreciate that and what you did as a law enforcement officer. So thank you. See, there should be an exception then when it comes to the curfew if the kids are in the right place. Right? I mean, I think that makes sense. Doing the right thing in the right place off the street makes sense. What do you think? Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one pound seven hundred AT and T. Mike, Kevin, Patsy, Glenn, Jim, coming up. Couple lines open. Your chance to speak your mind on the nation station. It's your Saturday Sterling seven hundred WLW. Cincinnati. Sterling about five minutes away from your four o'clock report. Matt Reese, let you know what's going on all over the place. Gulf Coast getting beaten down by that Barry tropical storm. Rising waters along the Mississippi River has been an issue with flooding all over. I mean, issues with crops here down the Mississippi, and that's one of the reasons why the, the rising water there has, has been such a problem is because uh, it all flows south uh, towards the Gulf, and uh, then they got that surge. So the, the sustained rain is going to be an even major of a problem uh, than it was. And I used to live in New Orleans for a bit doing radio stuff, uh, and uh, there's it's just unnerving the way that water will rise, let alone in this type of storm. I, thankfully, I've never lived through anything like that. So God speeded up. Uh, lots to get to. We were talking about this issue with the shootings and a record-breaking number of uh, gun violent issues uh, here in Cincinnati in the last, what, month or so. And, and it continues to be an issue. It often does when it gets hotter. I do not want this to be an issue of race, but it seems to me uh, that that's what a lot of people uh, see it to be. And if it's an isolated pockets of uh, places where it's going on, uh, but the, here's the thing. Whether, and there was a great tweet earlier, I think it was Debbie, uh, mentioned it. Uh, there, there are issues with a lot of uh, schools and more in suburbia than there are in city areas, and then where there are in city areas, it often t- tends to be more on the street a violent situation. So we'll go, let's see who's been holding the longest, and then we'll, we'll get to uh, those who've been holding the Patsy and Glenn and Mike, and we'll continue this. I was going to switch, but it seems to be that it's a big issue because we've got people in body bags, uh, and there are getting to be large numbers of them, and uh, time is short. So let's 
get to Mike, 700 WLW. Hey. Hey, Sterling. How you doing? I'm okay. What you got? Hey, uh, listen, um, I'm from Cincinnati myself. Uh, right now, I live all around Eastgate. But anyway, I've been around all my life, and um, it wasn't nothing like this when I was a kid back in the 70s and 80s. But anyway, I'm going to say a few things. Um, I think a lot of this has to do with drug members or drugs and gang members and um, personal issues. I don't think it's uh, race, racial. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with um, people knowing people. And um, and the, the thing has to do with where, where the mother and father don't have no discipline over their kids and let them do whatever they want to do and been taught that way. Yeah. I mean, there could certainly be that, and a failure to be engaged and involved. And I don't know how you how you necessarily fix that. Uh, I mean, it's a community thing. It's a family thing. It's, it's it's a lot that goes into it. So get Glenn here before the news. I think he's been holding for a while. Glenn, 700 WLW. It's been a while since we've spoken. What's on your mind? What's going on, sir? You at the moment. Hey, I am. Um... I actually put this uh, question on my uh, Facebook page, and I uh, put on there, I said, uh, the streets or your parents? And I put on there, I'm 51 years old, and I'm still scared of my mama. You talk <laughs> about your background, so I know you know the whole complex about Big Mama and how she controls everything. That's correct. And uh, uh, let me say this. Uh, I listened to Neil, who retired police officer, and he talked about the, the days back in the 70s. That's actually the time in which I grew up, Sterling. I was when I was in my, uh, what, 12 years old. I guess you could say, around that time. And uh, the biggest difference is throwing the proliferation of guns. I went to an inner-city high school. I don't think I saw a a gun ever. Well, I know I didn't see a gun ever. I think I saw a knife once, and that was on the Metro when I was, like, in the seventh grade by the older guys that had the back seat before I was able to move to the back seat with my crew. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you know the life. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I asked the question, do you know where your kids are? Right now, my 12-year-old is in the other room playing his Xbox One. Right. Uh, he went with his friends to King's Island last night. He spent the night over his best friend's house. He was back here today before 12 o'clock. I think that's the difference, man. When I grew up, uh, Miss Lewis down the street, Mr. Stilling up the street, if you were in the streets playing, uh, you know, bat on a bounce, and you didn't get out the way when Mrs. Stilling was coming down the street, Somebody up the street told my mother, D that, hey, Glenn think he got bumpers on his ass, and I had to come inside, and I couldn't go back outside because I thought, you know, I was Superman. Yeah. Those type of uh, things. So I don't think we have that anymore, unfortunately. And when your parents can't deal with you, the police don't have to. And like I said, my boy's in there playing Xbox. They won't have to deal with him. That's yeah. how I do it. And here's the thing. They're not legal guns. Almost all the guns that are involved in these type of, of, of situations, and Glenn, always good to talk to you, man. I appreciate the call and the insight to your life and perspective and your thought on this, is the fact that they're illegal guns. So that's illegal activity with illegal guns. So there's illegal gun trade, easy access to them. And what do you do about that? Except you go after those people, and you, when you confiscate an illegal gun, you get rid of that illegal gun. That, that's a problem. I mean, it's not legal gun owners doing legal things with them. These are bad actors doing bad things with guns that they should not have, and they're illegally traded. That's also an issue. So what do we do? Patsy, Kevin, a, a Patty and a Jim coming up, couple lines open after your 4 o'clock report, the latest on those shootings here in the tri-state, uh, hot weather issues, uh, Barry and, and the Gulf Coast, and so much more. Matt Reese lets you know everything that matters to you here and everywhere else, and then we'll come back and, and uh, try to solve the world's problems or at least uh, move the conversation a little bit forward on a fine Saturday afternoon Sterling where the Reds play because it's the home of the Reds. 700-WLW-Cincinnati.com. Glad you're along. Beautiful Saturday afternoon the Tri-State. 
or wherever you are, I hope it is, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, dealing with big rain and stuff in Gulf Coast area, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Lake Charles, up to Little Rock. I'm not sure if we'll see any of that rain in a few days or not. We'll see, uh, Barry, the tropical storm that was a hurricane for a brief time, uh, all kinds of rain there in New Orleans, just not good. It's already below sea level, already uh, sinking like a, a big bowl. And uh, those pumps can't keep up. There's big issues. Um, it, it's going to be tough with them. Power outages and everything else. So we'll keep you on top of that. I want to get a few things. We're not done. I, I, you got the Reds in action later on. They'll try to bounce back. Uh, the second half of the season underway after the All-Star break. Last night, wheels came off a little bit. Gave it up late in a 3-2 loss. Out in the Mile High City taking on those Rockies. Tonight, Tanner Roark on the mound. Uh, first pitch, I believe, is 7-10. And uh, inside pitch and pregame stuff starts after I'm out of here just after the news at 6. And uh, hopefully they get it righted. And I mean, you, you got to get it done now, though. I mean, everybody's a buy, sell. What's going to happen in this team? They're now at four and a half back, if I'm not mistaken, five and a half, four and a half back. And, and uh, here we are. Uh, the NL Central's been sort of, which is good news for the Reds, who uh, started sort of slow, but it seemed to have been uh, sort of putting it together, uh, but just can't get over that hump of getting closer than three, three and a half games. And, and then uh, it is, it's tough. But so you, you got the Rockies, and then you got the Cardinals, and then you got the Cubbies. So, I mean, if you're going to handle it and do business before the trading deadline, if not now, when? There is, there is no time like now. Uh, and, and there's stuff to get. I want to mention the Storm Area 51 deal also, and, and uh, we'll touch on that later. Apparently, all these people are like, we want to go see the aliens. Where's the aliens? Um, and, and on Facebook and other social media, they're, oh, Storm Area 51. And apparently, like, large numbers of people. I don't think a lot of people are going to actually show up. And it's nothing like... I, I, they, like they're going to somehow either intimidate or engage uh, military police at that Air Force installation uh, out in the middle of Nowheresville. Um, dummy, dummies is all I'm trying to tell you. Uh, it's not going to go well. And, and if they are on ice, they're being aliens. I've heard they're right, Pat. I don't know. I can either confirm nor deny. And they're not going to tell anybody. But if we're the smartest thing out there in the cosmos, it's very sad. Because we uh, are not very bright as a whole. And what I mean is the same type of issues uh, of uh, taking stuff from other people, taking lives willy-nilly, and uh, the base-level stuff of worrying about people's skin color, who they pray to or how they pray or who they love as being a reason to marginalize, uh, abuse, harm, if not kill other people, is bewildering to me. And here we are, which leads me to what we started with today, but it continues to be an issue. So I'm going to ask you because it's making national news, and it's a major problem. We had record numbers of people uh, being involved in in, in shooting situations in, in Cincinnati in the last month, now into July. And it continues. Part of it's the heat. Part of it, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on with it, uh, whether it's drug stuff, whether it's families that are disconnected. We heard about the proliferation of illegal guns and illegal gun trade and a willingness of people to pick up that gun and point it at somebody. And I was, I, it sounds weird to say I'm a fan of guns, but I, I am. Uh, one, to defend myself, my family, my stuff, um, whether it's for sport, uh, not, not shooting people, but I mean sport as in like, uh, you know, target practice or maybe, uh, you know, you want to maybe hunt, uh, which is important to go to, and maybe to defend yourself uh, away from that in some fashion. Uh, it's good. It's an important thing. Um, but uh, I was always taught don't point that at anybody unless you're willing to destroy that life. And uh, that seems to be what a lot of people are willing to do for no particular good reason at all. Uh, maybe their livelihood when it comes to uh, drugs and money. 
maybe it's just because they don't like the way somebody looks or because they're afraid that somebody pointed the finger at them for, for some type of activity in the neighborhood that they're doing. It's hard to say. There's a lot of reasons. What I want to know is what can be done. I want to know if you're worried and concerned about it where you live, whether it's in school situations where more and more resource officers are being added to schools all over the country, not just in the tri-state or up in the Miami Valley or down towards Louisville or anywhere else because uh, we've had a break because it's summer. But I guarantee you, within the first month of the school year, which is about a month away from starting again, summer's fast, there will be more mass shootings in schools, and uh, there will be more casualties. There will be more uh, kids left dead or teachers left dead, and uh, it'll be people that are deranged, that are out of their mind, who have been bullied or picked on or for some reason just decided they wanted to take some people out to grab some headlines. I, I don't exactly know why. If I knew everything... I'd be making more money. I would be uh, fixing things. I would have about. I would be in a different position than I am right now. But I do know that you have something to lend, which is your experience, uh, your life, your perspective, and, and insight to be able to hopefully solve these problems. So whether you live in the suburbs and, and you're concerned about school violence, or whether you you live in an area where there's already a proliferation of, of uh, gun violence or you know a drug trade or just bad actors doing dumb, bad, horrible things to other people, I want to know. Are you concerned by this? Do you think the uh, opening of rec centers and keeping it open until uh, midnight? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whatever else would help, at least till the end of summer, to keep some of these kids off the street, to give them a safe place to go? My thing was, I was supposed to be home after dark. And then when I was uh, allowed to actually be out later, it was when I was with other people that were adult. And then the only time I was out really late is when I actually had a job. And I had somebody uh, email me, Sterling at 700WLW, said, what about these kids? They don't have jobs. If they, if they could get jobs, this wouldn't be a problem. Well, we got the, the lowest unemployment rate in arguably close to damn history in this country. So I don't know that that's really the answer. Not every demographic is getting the jobs that they want or need, making the money that they want or need. And it's easy, fast money, instant gratification if you can be, you know, slinging some dope, uh, you know, and make that money quick. Because a lot of people like that fentanyl and that, uh, that heroin, and they like that weed, which, by the way, is still illegal other than medicinally. And if you get that card, which I guess will cost you about 150 bucks, and you go to the weed store legally and get it for your aches and pains or your anguish, mentally speak. Maybe you're freaked out and stressed out that the neighborhood you might get shot. You get your weed card. <coughs> and maybe make you feel better about things or whatever. What do you do? Can we, can we solve this problem? Is P.G. Sittenfeld on the right track? More police are coming. Uh, they'll be on the street. Why aren't people pointing the finger at other people for doing bad things? I, I ask. I have a lot of questions. I don't have all the answers. That's why I'm looking to you. Uh, the AcuteHearingCenter.com phone line, it's open right now. 749-7800, the big one, pounds, 700 AT&T. Uh, because I've talked so much, I, I should be taking a break soon, but I'm going to take at least one call before, and then we'll rip through the calls between now and 4.30. So uh, let's see. It's been holding the longest. Patty. I think, Patty, uh, yeah, it's you. Uh, Nicole Rain, we go, 700-WLW. Patty, I appreciate your patience in holding. What, what's going on? Do you have more questions? Do you have solutions? Kevin, Mitch, Jim, and others up after you. I have no solution. 
because I don't think there is a solution. But the thing of it is, it doesn't matter how many police officers you add. I agree with the police officer that talked before. But as far as, like, people speaking up, people have spoken up. We have gone to our trustees. We have told them what's going on. Their hands are, must be tied, too, because all I hear is, um, oh, people are getting, you know, violated at Northgate Mall. Well, how many people go to Northgate Mall? Ten? But we have officers standing there handing out papers saying we're going to crack down on this. Well, you know what? Let's, let's start worrying about What's happening to our neighborhood? We used to have the best neighborhood ever. We went to um, birthday parties. We went to each other's weddings and everything. Now, I don't want to know the people that are living, that are moving in now. Why? Because it's subsidized housing. Quit giving them, quit giving people everything they want. And I don't care if you're white, yellow, orange, black, whatever. Respect each other. Um, we've had so many people who had damage done to their property, uh, things stolen, then no report is ever written up because from what I understand, a child, if it's a kid, and I don't know what the age is, that they, they sealed the records. Well, then who in the hell knows who's doing what? We have drugs coming into our neighborhood. How do we know? Because the police have been trying to catch one for two years. One day we had seven Corrine Township police cars on our street. Searched the house, searched everything. They couldn't find nothing. That's because these kids are so good at what they do because they have been taught. They have been mentored. They know what to do. They turn the lights out at night when they know they're hot. They use a flashlight to let somebody know, okay, it's okay to come. We don't have street lights on our end. We don't. It's dark. When you come out, you don't know if somebody's behind you. But at the point right now, I don't care. If you want to kill me, kill me. I'll be happier. Um, well, here's the thing. If you see something, you need to let police know. And, and then maybe, maybe, No, Sterling, you don't understand. The police are called every time they are called they are so, told well, hold on hold on let me let me address a few things here because and i can tell you you're passionate and you're concerned you're not happy with how stuff is going uh, right. and, and i'll tell you this that subsidized housing is not necessarily you know the, the be all end all causation of this not everyone who needs a hand up is getting uh, themselves into trouble and causing problems That's Ma- true. many people That's- in fact hang on a second many people in fact who are in those situations are escaping situations that are much worse that are trying <laughs> to live right, to be in a better place, to have something that's better maintained where they can have an opportunity to get to uh, be uh, on their own and self-sufficient. And you have to have people who have properties to maintain them properly, and you have to try to also police the problem people to get them out of there. And if they cause problems, they get in trouble time and time again, not only to get the out of the house, but they end up losing, hopefully, those subsidies. And, and that's how I think you abate that, because that, there is no... I, I think it, a lot of times people immediately think that that is always going to be a problem, and it can be. I've seen it, but that's not the only thing that is there. But I, I can see okay. that you feel that that's the case. It hurts property values. If no, people no, don't. no. I don't feel that that's an, okay. But it was the first thing you mentioned. My neighborhood. That was okay. the first thing. My neighborhood, I have, there's two houses. 
that are like that, okay? So I only know about my where, where my area is. Sure. I don't know who's all in subsidized housing or whatever. Right. Okay. One of the parents, and at least one of the parents is there, in the last couple months has had an ambulance called because she OD'd. Mm-hmm. She told her kids last time that she took too many pills because she was stressed out. There are okay, these are single family homes. Mm-hmm. They are not multiple friends homes. We have we can't even park on our street anymore because we don't have parking. It's a very small street. It's supposed to be if you live in the house, if you are ownership, you are supposed to have so many, you know, um, parking stuff. What has happened? Stuff that is documented, okay, stuff that is a violation, stuff that is against the law, is not being enforced. All right, so who, who, should, who should enforce that? Okay. Well, just like that police officer said, they can't. Uh, well, no, they this, get in trouble. They, they get in trouble. They get in trouble for enforcing for the problem. Not, right. Didn't he say that a lot of them, they don't even write the report? So that's them not doing what they're supposed to do. Because he said, he stated, because they get in trouble, they get transferred or some other action. Why is that happening? Why are the police officers being disciplined for something that, is on paper that they're supposed to do. Well, if they, that shouldn't happen. No, that it shouldn't. shouldn't so th- that's a systemic problem. Patty, I'm against the wall in time. It's a good call. So what about Patty? Do, do you have any advice or, or insight that you can give Patty for her situation? And if you're in law enforcement, I'd like to hear from you. I've had other police call and friends off the air that I know that are police. And, and the issue of not filing reports or not wanting to deal with stuff that is an issue or not wanting to get involved if not, something bad happens to them or they don't think it's getting anywhere. But the truth is that, that that's then what she described as people not doing their job. So then those are not only bad actors causing problems, but then maybe police not doing what they're supposed to do. So there's a whole lot of people not doing their part to make things better. So people need to handle their business better. And if people are on, you know, subsidized housing and having too many cars and whatever else there at all the hours not doing stuff, then that's a problem, too. And what I mean by that is if you're on subsidized housing, and you have multiple vehicles, you must be doing better and should be able to live better on your own, out of your own pocket, unless I'm missing something. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred, the big one pound, seven hundred AT&T. Patty's upset. Can we help her? Can we help anyone? Maybe, maybe not. Should I move on to something lighthearted and have fun on a Saturday afternoon? How many, how many more people will be shot this weekend here in Cincinnati? It's hot. A lot of bad things going on. What do you think? Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. the big one pound, 700 AT&T. Your chance to get interactive on the other side. Or, as uh, Big Dave producing the show says, uh, go uh, check out stuff at Area 51. I'm not going there. I, I, I'm afraid of the aliens, and I don't need to be locked up in a military jail situation. Poking and prodding, and uh, not necessary. Be it by aliens or somebody checking in other cavities for other things. I'm just trying to mind my own business. It's Sterling, 700 WLW. For information. Hey, how you doing? Sterling hanging around 700 WLW. Hot, steamy one here in the Tri-State. Your nine first warning forecast. Air quality advisory in effect till midnight tonight. 69 overnight tonight. Sunshine for your Sunday. High 91, 70 Sunday night. Chance of storms uh, into Monday. Mainly in the afternoon as you get ready to uh, Eddie and Rocky and the ride home. 
Uh, got Sunshine 89, 70 uh, Monday night, 85 come Tuesday. I think that we pretty much covered it. Uh, right now it's 91, your severe weather station, 700 WLW. In the midst of uh, the rising issues of violence, specifically gun violence in Cincinnati, those numbers uh, bubbling up. Uh, worst ever uh, month for shootings in Cincinnati, and uh, a high body count as a result of it. Uh, and there'll probably be another four or five, I mean, what was it? It was three or four, I think, that were of note with people actually being shot last night, overnight in Cincinnati. Uh, my guess is the rest of the weekend, at least another four or five. I would do the over-under on that and say five shot, three dead, but that would be insensitive and wrong. But but I'll ask you, just, just for the sake of it, uh, what's your over-under on people being shot, if not killed by gun violence in Cincinnati, uh, overnight tonight or for the rest of Let's say for the rest of the weekend. I say five more sh- shot, and that's a low number, three more killed. That's not my wish. I wish it'd be zero, but that's my thought. I, I want to know what you think. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. the big one, pound 700 AT&T. What can be done, if anything? We'll get to some tweets at Sterling Radio, the acutehearingcenter.com hotline. Open your chance to speak your mind. 800, the big one, pound 700 AT&T, and 513-749-7000. And we can twist this into something else, too, after the bottom of the hour news, because I don't know that we're going to solve this, but I would like to have your take on it. I want to get into the issue of bad neighbors. Because this is about bad neighborhood situations and bad neighbors doing bad things or people coming into your... See, this is the problem that I've seen where I've lived, where it may not be necessarily a bad neighborhood, but a lot of people coming through doing bad things, throwing out trash and causing issues in the neighborhood, uh, either popping off rounds, shooting here, there, or other places, just for fun, for giggles. I'd say the other word that begins with an S beforehand, but I I can't because it's a wholesome family show, don't you know, on the nation station. So you got a bad neighbor, how do you deal with them? Whether they're uh, popping off rounds when they shouldn't, uh, loud music. How do you get back at a bad neighbor who's been under, you know, getting under your skin dealing with that? Let's get to uh, Mitch, 700 WLW. Appreciate you holding. Then we get uh, Kevin and Chris and Jim and room for you on the big one. 700 WLW. Mitch? Hey, thank hey. you, Sterling. Hey, man. And if it sounds like I'm yelling, it's because I'm in my car. That's all right. It's like Jim Day when he's there after the Reds game on Fox Sports Ohio there at the condominium, and they're all pounding, and he's like, he, he's very, I don't think I could do it. He speaks calmly and quietly. I would want to scream over the people. It's not necessary. We hear you fine. Go ahead. Well, one of the things I love about you is I, I've never heard you be at a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except when you started coughing just a little while ago. And that was that was all entertainment. That was entertainment. Yeah. Sometimes I know. they did. They did on my fourth grade permanent record in school. I found when I moved the first time is uh, you know going to high school to high school. It said motor mouth, but then it led me here to the big one. But I ask questions. I, I don't have answers. So what do you have in, in relation to all this? Well, you know what? I, I was going to go on with the gun thing, but I'll tell you what. I, I'll tell you something about the neighborhood. And maybe I'm a weirdo, and I agree with this. Mike Brown, the owner of the Bengals, maybe about 20, 25 years ago, said that he thought that the deterioration of neighborhoods was air conditioning. Because before everybody had air conditioning, everybody went out on their front porch because it was so hot inside. Well, there might be some truth to that. Yeah, and everybody knew everybody's kids. Everybody knew each other. Doesn't mean that you liked them. (laughs) But you at least 
disrespecting them. So, uh, you know, you may be honest, uh, Mitch, I'm against them on time. I appreciate you holding and listening and the kind words, even though you said I, I talk a lot. But it is a talk show. I mean, we have to speak, otherwise it's just this. And they don't pay me for that. Uh, so illegal gun proliferation, illegal gun trade, illegal activity, and uh, air conditioning, maybe, maybe that has something to do with it. People inside, uh, not outside, to eyeball things and to say, hey, to get involved could be part of it. And maybe a lot of the troublemakers don't have air conditioning in their homes, so they're outside stirring it up, causing problems. If, they, if, we, if everybody had air conditioning, more people be inside hanging out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Being calm and collected, uh, minding their own business, not causing problems. I don't know. Let me wrap my brain around that and see if we can make sense of it. What about your bad neighbor scenario? How do you deal with bad neighbors? Your 430 report now. 700 W. Sterling hanging out. So are you. We appreciate it. 700 WLW, what you're listening to. Maybe uh, on the iHeartRadio app. Could be anywhere, basically, on planet Earth. Uh, I think. I got it like, like North Korea, I guess. Yeah. Uh, phone number, 749-7800, the big one. That's 800-843-2441, pound 700 AT&T. Uh, lots going on. Quaker, uh, Quaker State uh, 400, uh, that's going on. Uh, they're rolling in the heat. It'll be hot, as it always is. Kentucky Speedway, Sparta, the place to be. You heard uh, Seg earlier. A uh, bunch of great interviews, good conversation. Uh, should be a good one tonight, has been, and always is. Uh, I, I, uh, it's hot, though. It'll be hot. Let it stay hydrated is what I'm trying to tell you. Reds on the road in Colorado. Uh, first pitch, 7-10 tonight. Get you ready for that after 6 o'clock. Tanner Rourke on the mound. Try to bounce back from that 3-2 loss last night. And uh, we've had issues with the uh, gun violence. I've talked about it. I don't want to go on forever, but, I mean, it's a serious issue. If, you, if you're affected by it, certainly, if it's a neighbor situation or a neighborhood situation, it's a problem, which leads me to this. And you can sound off on that so far, What there, if there is a solution to it. I think we've had a lot of good points being made. Um, and that's uh, the issue of illegal gun trade and drug trade issues and uh, neighbors being able to uh, be good neighbors, which is you got to police your own neighborhood to a point. And I don't mean you have to get out and engage these bad actors doing bad things. You don't want to end up being a statistic. But sometimes you got to let uh, the police know uh, what the hell is going on because they can't be everywhere all the time. Often they're only there after the worst has happened. That, I think that, that makes sense, right? Uh, in the midst of all of that also, uh, the, the issue of guns. This is from uh, Huck Finn on uh, Twitter. He says, uh, the gun genie's out of the bottle. Weapons training matters. Uh, we had a marksmanship extracurricular activity in grade school. I remember in high school, I think they had something like that. I went to five high schools. One of them had that. Uh, it says, when I was younger, that's what he mentioned. He said he learned quickly to have respect for firearms. So did I. Uh, it says, harsh penalties for illegal possession is a deterrent. Uh, got to enforce it, though. And that, that is it, uh, I think, in many cases. And you've got to be able to let somebody know. And, and I know this is, is a lot of people don't want to hear this. And I've said it before, and it's weird because I get hate from a lot of different people for a lot of things. Because you know what it is? When you make too much sense, people get upset. They don't want to hear the truth. Uh, here's the deal. you got to take responsibility for your actions. It's important to be able to help people when they are in need, and that means a hand up. It also means taking personal responsibility for your actions. And uh, whether it's God in your life or, or some other type of force, maybe just as simple as this, treating people as you'd like to be treated. Common sense. 
uh, having uh, families involved in supporting each other is important. Uh, community and family is, is a part of that. Uh, dads maybe being in the home. Uh, can certainly help. My dad was in a complete absence. He was a void, yet I'm not a statistic. I'm not locked up at Lucasville or something along those lines. But I had uh, my mother's uh, brothers, a couple of them, and uh, those that were married in, there were uncles that were strong uh, figures uh, to uh, show me to how to live, I guess. And my father, uh, sometimes you can be, by way of subtraction and in a void, he allowed me to see what it actually maybe takes to be a man which is actually being there and handling your business. Even if you're not with that woman anymore, you can stand up and still be a father and support in some fashion. I don't just mean money, though money would have helped. The fact is she did it on her own. She worked her ass off to give me opportunities to have food on the table, a roof over my head, and I was a latchkey kid for a lot of the time. So I don't necessarily know what the difference was, except that uh, she put the fear in me, uh, and not even necessarily fear, but she asked questions that were of concern, uh, that were legitimate when I did something stupid. And she would ask me, and often I just wanted to get the beating. You know, you want to give me a, I'll give you a switch. You want to, you know, want to get the belt or whatever. And she didn't like give me corporal punishment all the time. I, I like to joke and exa- you know, exaggerate a little about it. And then she always goes, I wish you wouldn't say that. People tell me if I don't listen, I don't hear it. The people say they heard it. I didn't beat you. Sorry, mom. She's the best. But uh, what she did do is walk me through stuff and ask me why I, I did what I did, why I thought it was a good idea and why I, I was doing it repeatedly. What was wrong? She'd say, well, are you retarded? I, I, you know, but you can't say that now. But she'd go, what's wrong with you? Do you need, you know, do you need help? Whatever. Now everybody's on the goofball. They get the drugs and stuff. And maybe this is something that somebody mentioned just before the news. And I'm going to ask you this, too. Uh, maybe air conditioning is the problem, meaning that we don't, everybody doesn't have it. And people do have it now, so there's uh, fewer people outside that are engaged uh, with it being involved in their community when it's hot like this, and there are crime spikes and violence that happens when it heats up. It's not just drug trade, but it's uh, people out on the street uh, up to no good. They don't want to be in their apartment. It's too hot. They get angry, frustrated, aggravated, and uh, react violently oftentimes uh, out of, of that uncomfortable feeling. So maybe we should have some type of program subsidizing air conditioning. We do it for in the winter. We don't want people to freeze to death. Maybe we shouldn't have people uh, in sweltering heat situations uh, suffering through that aggravation. It might might be cheaper in the long run to give everyone air conditioning or at least everyone ceiling fans or fans in the windows or something along those lines. I mean, what can we do? And then along with this to have a little fun, because if you got somebody who is a drug dealer or somebody else who is, here's the thing. If you're doing illegal bad things, but uh, you know, you don't do it where you live. Then you go into the bad, you know, from your neighborhood to another area and you make it a bad neighborhood. That's a problem too. Right. But if you've got a bad neighbor, I want to know, or if you've had bad neighbors, what type of situation have you dealt with? And how have you dealt with it? Or have you been the bad neighbor? Whether it's loud music or fireworks all kinds of hours or leaving trash all over the place, cars parked where they shouldn't. Patty mentioned this, and there was a tweet I'll get to in a minute uh, that somebody, and you can find it at Sterling Ready if you want to follow along. Uh, was, uh, Patty was exasperated, frustrated, aggravated, sad, upset. Uh, it, was, it made me feel bad, and I don't have all the answers for her. So tell me your uh, bad neighbor scenario. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one pound seven hundred on AT and T. Let's get to Hamilton, Chris and Larry and Jim and room for you on the big one. Seven hundred WLW. Chris, I appreciate you holding. What's happening? Hi, Sterling. Hey. Hey, man. We have shootings here in Hamilton too, and I think a good start would be to stop demonizing law enforcement. I mean, 
I agree. Who 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 is demonizing the police, by the way? The politicians to start. Are they? I mean, uh, yes. A cop is guilty until proven innocent, and I don't think that's a good way to start. We should be praising the police and making them our our, you know, putting them back on a pedestal. I don't know that I hear a lot of lawmakers um, maybe saying too many derogatory things at all about police. But, I mean, when a police officer makes a mistake, just like if I make a mistake or you do on your job, I think it's important, though, also to uh, hold them accountable for said activity, don't you? I know, but when I make a mistake or if I don't know about you, but if I make a mistake, I don't have – riots in the street or politicians, uh, you know, suspending me for months. No, that's true. And then I'm found innocent maybe six months later after the riots, after the suspension, and the court of law says, oh, yeah, Chris, you did it right. Yeah. We don't – they should get the same – courtesy if you ask me well i think there's i think it starts there no i think there's that's part of it i think a lot of times though people the public arguably for whatever reason historically or otherwise and that's up for debate and and it's weird because you can have two people who are of the same age living in the same place more or less have different viewpoints and we see this now politically Uh, two people can look at the same thing and say it's completely different than what it was People do make a mistake. The difference is if a, if a surgeon does it on the table, they call it practicing medicine, you might end up dead, and it's an oops. If law enforcement makes a mistake and an oops, it could also mean a fatality or otherwise. And that's why it's important. I appreciate the call, Chris. Uh, and I'll say this, and it's a serious issue. Uh, you know, when law enforcement stops someone, you need to pay attention and do what you're asked to do. That doesn't mean that every cop does the right thing all the time. And I think body cameras are important, one, to show when uh, something goes sideways, it can show proof of what went on. And, but people can look at the same video and say different things altogether. I mean, Tamir Rice and the situation with that poor kid uh, up in the Cleveland area is a perfect example. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, do a search on that. You, you can find it without going in-depth on it. But in the same respect, uh, you got to respect them and what they do. And in the situation where somebody's going to treat them with disrespect and be aggressive towards them and harsh, uh, they're going to get that back in many cases. And the difference is, of course, uh, if you don't know when you're walking up to a car or you don't know when you're engaged in some type of interaction with somebody, what may end up happening to you and you want to go home and you want to be safe, you're going to do whatever you can to defend yourself. Knowing this on the outside, and, always, and I knew this early on as a kid, I knew the danger of a firearm, just treat it with respect. I knew not to point it at something later on uh, in my life, whether it was hunting or otherwise, unless I was w- ready to eliminate that threat or to uh, cause grave harm to that creature of one type or another to destroy it effectively. But... Uh, in the same respect, you got to know where the police are coming from. And, 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 you know, if somebody's fear of their life, whether you, you know, on either side of that situation when it comes to law enforcement, you got to be aware of the danger. You got to be aware of that uh, keyed up emotional scenario and try to de escalate it rather than escalate it. But there is a big problem right now with that. That big blue line and that divide in many cases for a lot of people is a problem. It is. Dean, Larry, Jim, coming up. Your chance to get interactive. I'd like to have some fun. Everyone's to be serious. Tell me about your bad neighbor situation. We'll get to some other stuff straight away. More Sterling 700 W. Cincinnati. Hey, how you doing, Sterling 700 WLW? 
Big Dave Keaton. So I'm calling the broadcast share producing the show. He's, he says, Sterling, what about the Area 51 thing? What about Storm Area 51? He's very concerned about this. I think if he actually was in in that area, he would like to be a part of those storming it. I think it's a bad idea. Uh, a lot of people on social media, apparently, they say have upwards of like a half million people have at least talked about uh, it should be pay-per-view because I, I would like to watch. It's sort of like public executions. I, I think people, I don't know, maybe that's a bad idea. But maybe. But watching idiots do idiotic things, I, I mean, YouTube's made a, Google owns it, uh, but they made a fortune on that, and there's other sites like that. Would you want to watch a half million idiots try to storm Area 51? I, I would like to know if there are aliens on ice someplace, but, I mean, I don't care enough to, I, mean, I can't worry about that. That's not, you know what I mean? How much of a concern is that really? Are you worried about aliens coming and taking and poking and prodding you or, or, or causing you some type of harm or, or taking your stuff? I'm not. If they're able to get here and observe us do you think really they're what are they i mean maybe they're a danger maybe they're not but going to who are these people i think most of the people who are on facebook or other places uh, that are actually saying they're a part of this they're not nobody with half a brain is going to want to storm a military installation they're like oh yeah they can't stop all of us and what are you going to do so you go there and you find that they're actually live aliens what are you going to free them uh, what, what, you know, what, what that, the point is what? 749-7800, the big one pound, 700 AT&T. Somebody sent me this. They said, Sterling, this is important. Starbucks is going to stop selling newspapers all over the country. No local papers, uh, for that matter, and, and uh, no big national papers like USA Today or New York Times or, or Wall Street Journal or, or, you know, whatever. So what? And what I mean by that is, I mean, I, I, I like a hard copy newspaper, but I, I, uh, I, I got a subscription or whatever else. I can read it online. I don't have to get all the newsprint on my hand, even though I like to see, feel, and touch that Sunday paper, whether it's the Inquirer or the Dayton Daily News or whatever else. But, uh, I, I mean, are you bothered by that? I, what am I? What do you want me to do about that? Maybe if you subscribe and you get it delivered to your house, then you don't have to worry about getting it at the coffee shop. Clearly, if they were selling lots of them, they would keep it. That, that's business. You keep what works. You get rid of what doesn't. I'm not even a brain surgeon, and I can figure that out. I mean, seriously. Larry, 700 WLW. Hey. Hey, Sterling. How you doing? I've been a fan. I've listened to you for quite a long time. Uh, I'm out of Columbus, but I'm living in South Carolina right now. But I just want to be very quick and share a life experience with you. I bought a home in Pataskla, Ohio, mm-hmm. 2012. A beautiful neighborhood, and uh, about a year after that, they built a Section 8 housing development uh, just across the road on a county line, just outside the county. And I lived there for another four years, and the, it, it was it was just so uh, visible. Excuse my dog. That's all right. I got a thunderstorm going on. That's not good. Uh, yeah, but. It, it was it was obvious, and I had testimonials from people that were aware of that. That several people were were uh, that they they qualified for for this for this housing, and for like four people, and there were eight or ten of them. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com 
Com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Living there and the police presence and the crime and all of that. And they had no respect for the property because it was given to them and it was just downgraded and the property values went down. And I, I just want to say I lived that and I sold and got out of there. I mean, it's, but, it's an I issue. mean, when you give people things, they don't respect it because they haven't earned it and they haven't worked for it. And that's all really I've got to say. Well, Larry, I appreciate the call and I'm glad you're listening to Carolina or from here in Ohio or both actually on the iHeartRadio app. And that's a good thing. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, high density populations of people who don't know how to live. It's a problem. And I do think having skin in the game, for want of a better way to say it, does make sense. I mean, that's why I got that idea, like two and two, of a public service or a compulsory service in the military or whatever else for an opportunity for better schooling, uh, I mean, higher education or a trade school thing or apprenticeship or something is a part of that. Uh, I think makes good sense to a, a great extent, helping uh, areas that are downtrodden be built back up, get some skills in the same uh, point in time. And, and a, a lot of times the people that are on these uh, subsidized housing things have physical health problems. If they're not following the rules, if they're not treating them properly as they should, uh, th- then that needs to be dealt with by the property owner and whatever uh, government agency is throwing money at them to give them an opportunity to l- at least sustain themselves. And, and yeah, if it's a problem for the neighborhood, then that's a problem for everyone and that continues to be an issue people need to learn how to handle themselves sometimes people don't have those life skills whether it's their own budgeting that's why i think it's important at a very basic level of checking accounts and and, and learning about uh, handling a job and getting dressed and showing up on time to go get a job uh, is very important in our schools i don't know how you find time for that but i think it's very important because you have a high percentage of, of people in in these areas where there are problems with this that don't know how to do these very basic things and if you don't have any respect and there is no expectation to handle your business appropriately by not having trash all over the place not by uh, handling yourself in a way that is disrespectful of your other neighbors when you're in there then you get you need to get kicked to the damn curb and in the same respect owners of these properties need to also maintain them and uh, they need to be able to get rid of tenants that are uh, worthless in my opinion for what it's worth quickly dean 700 wlw how you doing Hey, how you doing, Sterling? I'm trying to be okay. How are you? Hey, are you going out there with the 500,000 people? Hell no. First of all, it's the desert. It's hot enough here in the tri-state. <laughs> Secondly, I don't need to... Ha- I may have already... In- in- I mean, I-, I see Willie on a regular basis, or at least semi-regular that, that's basis. Enough. And that's enough. He's, he's that's a- like going to Area 51. It is a little bit, right? <laughs> and certainly listening to him, and I love him dearly, but he's, you know, he's special that way. I don't know if he's an alien or not, but... I don't, I don't need to have that. I don't need to know. And I don't need to go to a federal penitentiary or military uh, jail. Or try to, I don't, who are these weirdos? That's what I want to know. People have too much time on their hands. Do you think this air conditioning thing is an answer? Maybe the guy who called earlier said that the people who don't have air conditioning around on the street are the troublemakers, and everybody else who has air conditioning is living cool, staying inside, listening to the big one, or watching stuff on Netflix. Anybody with any damn sense is inside in there. That's if, right. If I didn't have air, I'd still be inside with some fans. In the shade, with the fan on, moving some shade, air. Yeah. That's right. Can you yeah, help solve no, these problems with me, and then we can move on to something that's a little well, bit lighter and fun? common sense. There's not a lot of that, is there? And there's not a lot of that going. I mean, it's running rampant from our politicians all the way down. Why is there so much stupid? Uh, That's what I want to know. Why, where, and why are there so many people that are stupid? We've dumbed down the population to a point, and it's like chum in the water. There's a lot of it. How do we fix it? 
people have to get back to base. Quit following a party or an individual. That, that, think that for yourself. Sense. Yeah, that, 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 that's important. Dean, and, anything and else? And do what the Creator tells you to do. That's, that will keep you on the right track. I, I think it uh, makes sense. Dean, thank you. It's always good to talk to you. I appreciate you listening to the show. Westside Todd, 700 WLW. What's happening? Hi, I was just listening to you on the radio. You're, you're missing the, the most basic, simple thing of the whole problem. You're assuming these people want to do better. They don't. They're happy living off of welfare and staying in their house and watching TV all day. They don't want to change it. They don't want to do better. So what do we That's do with the, these people then? Wait a minute. Hang on a second. But, but if they're inside just doing that, then they're not actually being a problem. It's the people that are out of those houses not doing the right things that are the problem. If they're sitting there in, t- in there watching TV, at least they're not a problem. But they're still on the dole. Well, they want to get better. You're talking about a, a hand up and not a hand out. They right. want the hand out. They don't want the hand up. Well, I don't know. How do you fix that? I think that's a systemic problem. You could say even some cases, big businesses are a part of that, too. Hey, we're going to give so many jobs. Give us a tax break. Then they don't follow through with it. And what happens to them? Nothing. I don't know. That, that, see, that's the problem, Todd. Thank you. See, I don't know. That, that's the, I think we've done all we can do here with this. Let's have some fun on the other side. We'll try to make sense of some other things. Hang out. We'll lighten it up. It's a beautiful day in the tri-state. There is big bad weather that is happening uh, down towards the Gulf Coast. Uh, maybe that brings us rain in the next week or so. We'll find out. The latest on that, more shootings in the tri-state. What will happen? How many will die the rest of the weekend? Do we do the over-under on that? The trifecta of celebrity death and the trifecta of body bags by way of gun in the tri-state? Should we do that? Is that wrong? Maybe. Sterling, back on the other side of the news, the home of the red, 700 WLWC. Final hour, Saturday, Sterling, 700 WLW. Glad you're along. Appreciate it. Reds and Rockies going out of tonight. First pitch, 710. After 6 o'clock, you get the inside pitch. Get you ready for that, right? And then, uh, then you get the pregame show. And last night, the Reds lost. It was late. They gave it up late. They were leading. Last night, I was like, literally, I was like driving around. I was like, hey, they were ahead. And then, like, uh, I forget what I did. I think I went in and walked the dog, and then I came out. I'm like, wait, 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 what? How? And then I, I just put my head down. But they, they'll try it again. That's, that's what they do. They just keep going. And then we'll see what the, the trade deadline brings. You know, do, do you fortify what you got going on, or, or do you not? There's lots to deal with. And we can certainly talk some Reds if you want to. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy. I'd like to see him win a little bit more. I don't want Puig to go away, but are they going to cough up enough cash to give him what he needs and what he wants to stay? And is this team going to go somewhere? They keep giving it up late like that. That's not good. The run differential's good, though. Uh, and I've been talking about that for weeks, if not a couple of months now. And uh, they keep scoring uh, more than they have scored against them. But uh, it's tough when you lose these run one-run games, which is what last night was. A uh, number of other things to get to as well. The Area 51 thing I was, I was mentioning, people are wanting to storm that, which I think is just a gag. Nobody's really going to try to storm Area 51, at least nobody who has any common sense. But it, it does appear that we do have a lot of that. Uh, lack of common sense. Uh, uh, by the way, you know, a lot of I, I as a kid, I didn't have all the toys and stuff that a lot of my friends had. And uh, I know boohoo, right? But a lot of it's important to kids to have what they want. But as you get to be older, you can afford if you you know if you're lucky, you work hard, you have some expendable income, you can get some of those toys, even better toys than the kids have in many cases. And, and you go, yeah, that's good because you're grown up, you can do that. Um, and, and now there's something pretty wild. 
uh, they are selling some really nifty things for adults. In fact, they got like a, a nip yada, which is like a pinata, which is a little bit different. And you can fill it up with like booze and stuff like that uh, if it's like a, an adult party. But it got to be in a plastic bottle or something, and it's it's custom made uh, a pinata for people that are 21 or older. And it's got to be plastic bottles. They're tiny bottles, like from like the the robo bar or whatever else. Like uh, you know, when you're traveling in a hotel room or whatever else, that's overpriced adult beverages, or maybe in an airplane. Uh, give you a cocktail or something like that they give you that little pour that little bottle in there i mean you know not that you should drink when you're up in the air uh, flying in that metal tube 500 miles an hour five miles up give or take uh dehydrate gotta gotta drink a lot of water to keep that going uh, but but it got me thinking and, and uh, i think this is interesting uh as an adult what toys do you wish you could have now or what toys do you because this is i've seen this with a lot of parents and, and uh, living vicariously through their kids and, and i've even done this giving gifts to my friends children on occasion um and, and uh, i i bought toys for myself i didn't have any legos as a kid but i bought them as a grown up i'll admit it i i, I not a lot of them it's not like uh, when i go home i have to be careful cuz all the legos are on the floor and you step on those little bastards they hurt not the kids i mean the legos hurt you don't, don't want to step on kids or legos for that matter now that i think about it bad for the kid certainly bad for whoever steps on the lego uh but what toys either is stuff that you've gotten for yourself later or what for the kids to go man this is for me cuz uh, and i often will do this for other kids especially when my friends had younger kids most of my friends kids now are getting of the age where they're in college or even now some of them it's very disturbing already out of college into grad school or even out of grad school which is crazy but i used to like getting loud obnoxious toys that kids loved that when i leave the birthday party or i'd leave you know whatever i could play with them or not but then the loud obnoxiousness was going on at the house it was their problem and i was on my way they oh that uncle sterling he's great and then they just wait for the batteries to die or they take the batteries out or something along those lines so i'm just uh, curious whether it's the Nipiata filled with booze. That's one of those, like, you go to the party source. They should sell these. I don't know if they do. they got great selections of wine and other stuff. It's not a commercial. I just I like that place. Um, you could get the Nipiata is what they call it, and just fill it with, like, whatever you want, like some tequila or maybe some uh, bourbon or something, good good quality bourbon. Just sip that and then beat the hell out of the Nipiata. 513-749-7800, the big one, pound 700 AT&T, the acutehearingcenter.com hotline open for you to get interactive, and on Twitter, at Sterling Ray. You can follow along or get interactive that way as well. I, I, I remember uh, is a lot of the video games. I know a lot of people that are in their 30s, 40s, uh, even into their 50s now that play as much video game stuff as they did as a young person or maybe more than they did now on their free time when they can anyway uh, because they can, which is a pretty awesome thing when you think about it. So I'm wondering whether it's the video game. Uh, I would, you know, what I'd love to do. I never got to do this, but they don't have it for grown-ups, and, it, and it's kind of weird. Uh, and I've seen it in a movie or two without thinking. I can't think of the movie itself, but I've seen it. Uh, I would the big bouncy house. You know what I mean? That that was like a great time. Uh, as a kid, I see the kids having a great time. It is a wonderful deal. So I figure we've been so serious so long. Let's let's have a little fun, all right? I mean, we can do that. Uh, it, it'd be good. Uh, and the super soaker, I, I like that. I've gotten those. I, I played with the super soakers. I, you know, I enjoy those. Uh, that's pretty nice. Didn't have it as a kid, but as a grown up, it's kind of it's like the Mac Daddy of, of water guns. Uh, that's pretty nice. So either for your kids that you've bought selfishly for yourself. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people will do that. You kind of go, oh, it's terrible. 
like you know, you, for like the the wife or the girlfriend, the husband, the boyfriend, whatever, you like buy some sweet stuff or you know, think oh, you know, I got you some of this because I used to do this all the time. You, you like your chocolate ice cream? Oh, they didn't. I got the, the mint chocolate chip, and then the next thing you know, I, I meant good. I, I tried to do the right thing, but then I would eat all of the ice cream. It was just because she wasn't fast enough sometimes. Then I just have to go to the store or maybe get some of that black raspberry chip from the freezer container. Not the kind that people lick on and put back. That was a different thing, different state, different problem, different people. Somebody explain that to me, by the way. Why is that such a big thing on social media? Why are there so many single-digited shallow gene pool swimmers that think it's funny, that think it's somehow great to get some attention, some clicks, some views, and some notoriety for being a moron? I mean, seriously. And I don't know how – what was the thing this – about two days ago, I had a bunch of people sending me this, where somebody was in a doctor's office, and they let their kid, like, lick on a tongue depressor, and it was, like, filmed. We found out about it. That's the only reason it is. They're stupid and put it – it's like the idiots with the guns and stuff. These young kids, hey, look at me. I got my firearms and they're on Facebook. Really? You track them down and catch them that way. Uh, but lick the tongue depressor and put it back in the thing. Now I'm all freaked out. I mean, I don't have to go to a, like a pediatrician. I go to a grown-up doctor. But uh, it makes me a little unnerved. you got to have a camera now in the exam room to see exactly what the people are doing in there. Or in the, the aisle, instead of just stuff, you know, trying to figure out where to place things that help with moving product in the, in the grocery store, you got to worry about dumb people doing bad things to the food product. you got to make sure it's sealed and all the other stuff that goes along with it. it it's very trying. It's challenging. 749-7800, the big one, pound 700 AT&T. <sighs> Let's see to Dayton Don, 700-WLW. You got some, like, kid stuff that you enjoy now or that you wish you could play with now that you did when you were a kid? Oh, man. RC cars. There's oh. nothing better than an RC car. The remote control car? Yeah, well, yeah, but, but not the ones you go to Walmart and buy. Those, those things are junk. I'm, I'm talking hobby-grade RC cars. You, you literally, you can tune them just like a race car in many ways. In fact, I bought my son. I've got five kids, four daughters. Finally had a son, and so we're doing all these guy things. We bought an RC car, a cheap one, but he had so much fun with it, and then I had so much fun with it that we invested in a, in a good one. And, you know, once you, if you like racing and you're on a budget, you got kids, RC cars are the way to go. I, I actually race them now. In fact, I'm coming home from a race right now. Uh, what do you mean? Said, wait a minute. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They say a race like a competitive thing. Like, right now, the big thing, and they have like a, it's even on TV now is cornhole is like a major competitive activity where there's money involved. Video gaming now is a big money professional activity. I won't call it a sport because I don't think you're getting hurt unless you get carpal tunnel. I mean, that's tremendous. So where there's money involved, like you can win trophies and cash, where do you compete remote control cars? Well, I'm up in Dayton and there's uh, several places up this way. Uh, There's actually a place down there in Cincinnati called Queen City Racing. They're out by the Hamilton County Fairgrounds. They're inside and outside. By that, I mean exactly that, actually. There's an outside track they run on blacktop. There's an inside door, uh, inside track that we run on carpet, black special carpet for RC racing. And then up here in Dayton, we do the same thing. And we actually even go state to state having called Tri-State Series where we race each other. 
And uh, no, there's no money per se being exchanged, but there are there are races uh, where trophies are handed out, prizes, you know, and maybe some new bodies for your car, a battery, shirts, things like that. That sounds like a blast. No, it is awesome. Now, man. would you, you, you would you have done that if you didn't have kids? I mean, that's a nice way to you for you to get involved in it. But it's nice that at least one of your kids are probably into it as well. So that's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. My my son is into it. He's seven now. We we go racing. Uh, well, you know, seven, his attention span's good for about two or three hours. You're out there for most of the day. So I got to the track today about 11 o'clock, and I'm literally driving to meet them for dinner now. So, you know, we're five, six hours out there today. That's, that's pretty cool. We all set up tents, generators, so you can charge your batteries, this, that, and the other. I mean, it, it is fun. Uh, you know, a guy can buy, go into a hobby-grade store today and buy a car for about $200. Now, the stuff you buy at Walmart, you know, 50 bucks. They do not compare. I mean, the one that you buy from Walmart, you're lucky to get it to turn in a circle. These things will turn on a dime. And uh, anyway, you get what you you get what you pay for essentially. But it's not you can start with something before you spend real good money on it, and then you, you see if you're into it, and, and that makes that's sense. Absolutely right. Yeah, that, we, he and I went up to the uh, up to this hobby store to actually buy a model. They were outside racing. It was about three four years ago. And we both said, man, we got to try this. I mean, he was like only three or four. And, we, and he said, yeah, I want to try this. So we went in, bought a, bought a truck, and I apologized to the wife when we got home. Hey, we got a model and a truck. And uh, <laughs> anyway, it, it's been a blast. Most of the guys that I'm racing with have kids. They're bringing their kids up there. Uh, I mean, it, it really is a great, a great. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna call it a sport, but, but a hobby. It's a great but, activity. That's that's yeah, okay, yeah. and and you're you're bonding and spending some time with the kid and getting out in the world too, rather than just being shut in. So that's okay. I mean, I, I work hard at not leaving the house, but it's good to see other people. Don, I appreciate the call, man. Be safe where you're going. So Don's got the right idea. What is it that you either do now or what you'd like to do that you used to do as a kid, or maybe vicariously through the eyes of the kid, the toys, the activities that they do that you get, can get you to now? Uh, aside from the and I, I love this whole idea of the pinata now nip yada with the booze in there. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred the big one pound seven hundred AT&T, Your chance to get interactive on the other side plus something very disturbing when it comes to bovine uh, in the region that apparently I, I thought it gone. I don't think it's alien related. It may have something to do with some old school bad guys. I'll explain in just about uh, four minutes or so. Seven hundred WLW. Fine. 700 WLW Sterling, Air 9 first uh, forecast, first warning forecast. Air quality advisory, I'm warning you of that now. Until midnight tonight, the air is bad because it's hot and it pollutes. If you got like a breathing issue already, pulmonary problem, uh, whatever goes along with that, cardiopulmonary, uh, you maybe want to be careful outside uh, breathing this uh, air. I don't know if you got to wear a mask. Just stay where it's cool, and you don't got to worry about that. Uh, you got uh, 69 tonight's low, clear skies tomorrow, sunshine 91, 70 Sunday night, close to 90 Monday with a chance of storms in the afternoon as you get uh, where you got to go about, uh, rolling into uh, the first day of the week. So it's weird talking about a Monday on a, on a Saturday, but you got to do it. Eddie and Rocky help you get where you got to go with the traffic and weather together. Monday night, chance of showers, storms, otherwise cloudy. In the Tuesday high 85. Right now, 92, your severe weather station, 700 WLW. Um, let's see, he's been holding long. Jim, but holding since, I think he's back. I don't know if he dropped or whatever else. Jim, 700 WLW, what's going on? Hey, Sterling, love your show, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. And uh, he was talking about uh, Area 51. I, I, well, yeah, there's all these loons that say they're going to storm Area 51, something like a half million of them. I, I think they're full of crap. They're not doing it. And, and even if you did, would you want to go into Area 51? What are you going to do? There. You've been there inside? Yes. How, how did you get inside Area 51, other than to, like, jump the fence on the download? <laughs> I was a member of the United States Marine Corps. 
So you worked there, you mean? No, God no. It's an arm. It's an Air Force base. Right, uh, Department I, of Army. Right. And uh, we were moving equipment, you know, through that area, and we had to stop and refuel. So you refueled on on the facility, you mean? Yes, and okay. we were escorted in. So you were said, working. Okay, you didn't just, like, jump over the fence. If you take any pictures of anything, this, keep in mind, this was um, before uh, cell phones had flash photography. Okay. And it was only uh, if you had film cameras with flash photography, you would be shot. You're shot to death. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you're going to refuel. We're going to ask you, <laughs> escort you straight back to the front of the base and you can go on your way. It, you know, it's authorized. It's uh, no big deal. But what I do know about uh, Groom Lake, Nevada, which is Area 51, is it's the world's longest runway. It's where they uh, tested the U-2. Um, mm-hmm. It's where they tested the SR-71. It's where they tested the F-118. It's where they tested the B-1 bomber. Yeah, the F-22 Raptor and the F-135. Okay. And so, yes, they test the latest equipment that the United States Air Force has, period. Yeah, crazy cool technology and so forth. I mean, the SR-71 was an amazing aircraft. I just saw a documentary yes, on that the other day. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, would you be a part of these people trying to storm it? I mean, I think first of all, I think they got to be. God, no! There's they got to be. There. They got to be joking. And who knows? And even if there was something there, you wouldn't know what was there. Uh, there's a bunch of humongous hangars that right. you cannot look inside because they're closed. Right. It's the latest technology, and there's the world's longest runway. There's a refuel station, obviously. Yeah. And that's and it. That's it. Yeah. And anything else, they're not going to tell you. And I appreciate the call, Jim. Thank you. I, I just. People got to have something to do. I have other things to do. I mean, maybe the remote control car thing. You know what I miss is the putt putt golf. I, I used to do it. Then I worked at the putt putt golf and games, but they're not around anymore. I know it's hot today, but it, it's just fun. It was great for your short game when it comes to Young's Dairy. That's good to you. They had the, well, their mini golf. It's not like putt 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 putt, but it's a it's a miniature golf place. And they have like putting uh, or not putt, petting zoo or whatever else. Which I, I, uh, somebody uh, mentioned to me, they like going to the petting zoo with the kids because it's the only way they they get close to the livestock. Which I, yeah, I mean, not a lot of people get to go around live. You can't just like go up to a farm usually. I don't know. Maybe you can. I never have. And go, hey, can I uh, pet your cows? Speaking of the cattle issue, apparently Clinton County, there's been some issue in the last couple of weeks. It's been reported in a couple of places. I think I get this from AP. Uh, 15 different cows as opposed to the same. 15 cows have gone missing. They've disappeared. And I don't think it's alien related. Uh, it's like cattle rustling is what it, uh, one would think it would be. Uh, and, and that's that's a big deal. I had a guy on, it's been a few months ago, and we were talking actually uh, about uh, agricultural theft, which I also didn't know was a thing. And that's a fairly organized endeavor. They, 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 he was talking specifically about some vineyards where literally they had tons and tons of grapes that were heisted and, and ruined a couple of vineyards, uh, you know, seasons where somehow in, in the dark of night they came in. I don't know how you do it on the down low. And, and, I mean, it has to be some people who know what they're doing who have to be somehow connected to these places, whether they've got paid off or whatever. And, and they stole, like, all kinds of grapes. And, and then I, I don't know how you keep track of a grape once they bottle it up or whatever, if they're going to, I'm assuming that's what they'd be doing, and they go with it. But uh, cattle rustling, we talked about that briefly. That's a thing. People will steal livestock, but and, and that's horrible. 
I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems like a weird thing. You imagine that to be back in the days of, of you know, I don't know, cowboys and, and stuff. And But there's still people. There's big money involved, and cattle aren't cheap. Uh, you suppose you, not a lot of dairy cattle necessarily, but, yeah, that, that's bad. And then you got you got to insure the animals and, and all the other stuff that goes with it. I don't know. It's a weird thing, and it's not like you can sell them. I mean, there have there's only limited places. They can't, they don't like go through the neighborhood and go. Hey, I mean, you can buy like meat from trucks. I've had people in the neighborhood come up and and go, "Hey, you got meat?" And I'm like, I feel really weird. You just showing up unannounced, knocking on the door at the house of Sterling, trying to sell me steaks. I don't know you. I don't know where your steaks come from. But it never occurred to me they could be hot cattle. I mean, bovine, uh, been you know busted for bovine theft or, or whatever else. It'd be kind of a strange scenario. But apparently, it's a concern and it's a worry. Uh, that's, I just anytime just mention cattle rustling. Maybe if I was doing a show in Montana or Idaho or wherever, you know, I, I would expect that to maybe be more of a regular occurrence. That got my attention. I had a couple people actually send me that and said, "Hey, what about this?" and asked me if it was aliens or if I thought it was. No, I don't think it was aliens stealing the cows. People trying to cash in. On the other side, uh, something else very different. Um, and this isn't an all too rare occurrence, but it is something to think about as far as a dilemma on what you would do if there was a switcheroo when it came to your baby. My mother, when I was a kid, would joke sometimes and wonder if she got the wrong kid when she took him over to the hospital, which has arguably scarred me for life now that I think about it. I, I just sort of flash back and I remember being like, I was like, what do you mean stolen? I'm like, I am your child. What do you mean? And then, uh, you know, when I didn't get all the stuff I wanted, like my friends had cool like stuff and then I didn't. I was like, yeah, well, maybe whoever they I family I should have been with had like money to give me the stuff I wanted. She didn't like that. I only said that like once, and that was kind of stupid. On the other side, I'll talk about the switcheroo and uh, in, in, uh, in what that means and what you would do after your 530 report. Matt Reese has that. Your chance to get interactive on the other side, all before 6. And Chick Lugwig gets you ready for Reds baseball with the Rockies uh, going at it tonight in, in the Mile High City. Reds try to bounce back after a 3-2 loss last night on 700 WLW. For Mom. Jeff Weiler Honda. Dot com. What's going on, Sterling? 700 WLW finds Saturday afternoon in the Tri-State. It's steamy. Hot. But it's, I mean, it's its July. It's supposed to be hot. But be careful out there. Stay hydrated, whatever you're doing, right? That's all I'm telling you. Uh, so, yeah, I mentioned the cow's gone missing. It's not aliens. I don't think it's cattle rustlers or whatever. Uh, this is pretty wild. Uh, they say now one in five kids have some type of serious mental illness. This from like a nationwide kids up in Columbus. It's not like you see children, but one in five, that's 20%, right? How, I find that troubling. I don't know if I buy that. Do really 20% of kids have serious mental illness, they say. Well, I had to dig deeper into that and, and see. I, I just want to mention that. And somebody else just asked me. They've seen it, too, and said, hey, man, what, what do you think about that? I think if that's accurate, that's tr- problematic. I'm not around little kids enough to tell you because I don't have any of my own. But it's, uh, you know, something else. Just, let me just be the prophet of doom some more. So this big research study just came out in the last week. says uh, the Ohio butterfly population, butterflies, not the ones you see at the, at the uh, uh, conservatory like a crone, the, the butterfly exhibit and whatever else, but those that, like, migrate through. And then the, I guess there are some that are indigenous here. I don't, I don't know much about butterflies other than, hey, they're pretty. Uh, and then they fly away. Uh, is that about 30% of them have gone missing in the last, like, uh, several years, uh, which is bad for bees, which is bad for pollination, which is bad for agriculture, which is bad for food, which is bad for pocket, which is bad for eating and survival. And it's a cyclical issue 
Uh, I don't know how you fix that, but they say a lot of it has to do with pesticides and so forth. But what do you do? And then also people like uh, not having enough flowers and stuff. They got to have stuff to eat. I, I mean, I don't know. Other than dandelions, dandelions annoy me. I don't like those in the yard. But I, I mean, I, I like a butterfly. I got other flowers in and around the yard. I mean, I don't plant them. Maybe I should plant flowers. I don't know what else you're going to do about that. It's terrible. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one pound seven hundred AT and T. You got uh, Chick Lugwick coming up after six o'clock. Get you ready for Reds baseball. Uh, and I wanted to do this. I'm gonna. I think maybe tomorrow we'll do it. But I'm gonna let me lay this out here real quick, and, and then see if people can get involved on Twitter at Sterling Radio. Then tomorrow you listen. At, I'll be on like a noon to about two uh, two forty five or so. Get you ready with the inside pitch. Uh, we'll talk some Reds and stuff too. Um, but maybe, like, bring the pain. What I mean by that is I, I have uh, had two very close friends in the last week have had some fairly serious injuries that have made for a fantastic sharing of photographs that they've texted me. And I, I need to ask them for permission for sharing them. And I have some ugly pictures of injuries that I've uh, sustained on my own. Because uh, what else you do except take pictures of them? Some people put them on social media, share with their friends, or maybe you just want to look at how ugly it looks. Like I got one where, like, I kicked my footboard, uh, and I've, I've done that for a while. I had to move the bed because well, apparently I walk and don't pay attention to where I'm walking, or maybe it's because I don't see well. I have no idea what it is. I can't control my feet. I have kicked the footboard, and I have broken toes uh, on more than one occasion. And one picture I have where a couple the, they're bent the wrong way, which. Just even saying it's ugly bad. And uh, one of my friends fell off a roof, came back from vacation. Better it happened after vacation than before, but it sucks that it happened anyway. And he pulled a willy, except instead of calling for help while he was on the roof when he realized there was an issue, he couldn't do it. It wasn't that he saw that he had a problem. He was getting down off the roof, and then he... uh, uh, it didn't go as he planned. It, it went sideways and bad, and he, he fell. And uh, thankfully, I mean, because it killed him, it was like from 10, 12 feet up or whatever, uh, he, he broke a couple bones near his wrist and then up towards his elbow and had some cut here or there, bruised up, dinged up bad, had surgery the other day, though, and there's a picture uh, going from his palm up uh, part of his forearm. I, I don't know. I didn't count those stitches, but a lot of them. So they, they had to fix some bones in there. I don't know. Uh, we haven't gotten all the specifics about screws and plates and ribs. Rivets and whatever, and flying may be fun going in or out of the airport sooner than later uh, for him. But thankfully, he's going to be okay uh, over a period of time. But made for a nasty, gruesome photograph. And then my buddy's wife, oh, she's also a friend of mine. We, I mean, they've been married forever. We've known her forever. A uh, good friend. Uh, they're at the house, I guess it was last night, Thursday night. And uh, dropped a bowl or something from the cabinet. It came down, and it had broken, but she didn't realize it. And, and uh, I've done this. Uh, not like this, though, uh, went to grab it because you want to catch it so it doesn't break. But it was already broken, and it sliced open her forearm up towards her elbow. And, uh, you know, they talk about, like, suicides and stuff. I'm not giving people a how-to. Uh, that's not good. But they say cutting across your wrist, that's like somebody for attention, somebody going up and down the arm uh, is serious. Well, it, this bowl cut her like she was seriously looking to do harm. And later open, there's like 10 or 12 stitches uh, on her in, in the in picture that they sent out while they were at the ER, because people love sending pictures. It was terrible, bad. Uh, blood all over the table where they were sewing her up. And, and then it's going to – but scars always make for good stories. So here's what I'm wondering. I think we can turn this into a, a worse pain, dumb mishap, accident kind of thing and for a topic. Maybe you can sound off on it now in short order. 
Uh, we were talking about fun stuff with kids, hard to mix both, but we can multitask. We're grown-ups, most of us, kids, call to, whatever. Um, but I want to see your, uh, your ugly, pain, suffering photos. So if you've got some, tweet them to me at Sterling Radio, and, we'll, and that'll mean that you're allowed to share them, or I'm allowed to share them, and then maybe we'll put them on the blog at 700WLW.com. Be a good way to get that going, and we'll, we'll have some fun on the radio with it. So at Sterling Radio, uh, pictures of you, how you've hurt yourself, mishap or otherwise. And about another buddy of mine sent me a photo of, of another friend of his. Uh, who I don't know if he got hit in the head or if he fell on his head or uh, if he had some surgery, but it was horrible. It looked like he had staples in his skull uh, up behind his one ear, and I, I got to get approval. I can't just share that publicly because I, I don't. I don't. It would be wrong. And you could see, I could blur out his face, but I don't know, it's kind of shady. So if you've got any pictures like that, let, let's have some fun with that. All right. In the meantime, seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred the big one pound seven hundred on AT and T. It's like mug shots, but different, right? A chance to share. We've all been there. Some pain and some suffering. Show us your ugly misery, pain, injury scenario. I think that'd be kind of good. Forest Park Ed, I appreciate you holding your on Ster- with Sterling on seven hundred WLW. How's it going today, Sterling? It's good, Ed. What's up with you? Have you ever seen those bumper cars at Coney Island or um, Kings Island? Yeah, I used to love doing the bumper. I've gotten a little older, and I fear factor is of the whiplash now. If I could wear a collar and do that, I'd do that now, sure. I love doing that, too. But what I'm calling for is how so many of these people are taking items like these bumper cars and turning them into electric cars. This guy converted one, and this thing went 100 miles an hour. A bumper car. How, how, do, how do you do that? They're putting electric motors on it. Everything's getting ready to get away from gas and go to electric. Right. They started with the Tesla. But you got to have something like a bubble around you. You can't just get on 71 with this bumper car. I mean, that, that's like that's unsafe. No, he took it out to a track, and they, they put a clock on it. The thing went over 100 miles an hour. They're doing it with bicycles. I love to skateboard. Oh, They're yeah. doing it with skateboards also. They got this uh, one wheel contraption. You can, you can. It's electric. You can ride it. Um, I can't understand why there's nothing out here to do for the youth. That stuff looks so fun, and people are taking their their childhood bicycles and converting these things over to electric bikes. Well, you, you know what that sounds like, Ed? I don't mean to interrupt, but what it sounds like is something to where you could maybe get with the schools in Cincinnati or Dayton, yeah. Columbus, wherever, and what you do, that's some of that STEM uh, studies. Because yeah. you were talking science and technology, engineering, math, all that yep. stuff together, I mean, that's good for the brain, good for the you know everybody else, and fun as all get out. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I want to go 100 miles an hour on a bike. Uh, I, I'm worried about being stuffed on asphalt, but I think it would be a good time. It's just showing you how fast these things go. The the bicycles that they converted were going about forty or fifty miles an hour. That's still pretty quick. I mean, I, yeah. I, I love a motorcycle. Car cars scare me, and I, I've lost some friends uh, by either way of people doing bad things with cars or uh, just by oops, and, and uh, it, it, it unnerves me. But if I could do it on a closed track, that might be something. And I appreciate you listening, man, being a part of the show. That's a great idea. Quick break, come back. Uh, there's more to do. We're not done. And, and I didn't get to it. I promised I would. I will mention the switcheroo baby situation and what you would do. It's a ponderous scenario, and, and I like asking ponderous questions and trying to make sense of things. I'm Sterling, and this is 700 WLW. Cincinnati. Sterling hanging around about eight minutes away from your 6 o'clock report to follow. Chick Ludwig uh, at the inside pitch. Get you ready for Reds and Rockies. Trying to get back on the winning side of things after the All-Star break. Last night dropped a tough one, 3-2 losing last night in Colorado. 
And uh, they got the. This is a tough one. This is important. Uh, you got you got to get it going uh, before the end of the month because you want obviously to make a move to get. I, have, I hold out hope. See, that's the thing. I hold out hope, and I, I think that, you know this division. I'm not going to say it's weak, but it's kind of weak. Uh, the Reds are below 500 by what a couple games, uh, several games now, four, five, uh, and they're about four and a half games out. They got the Cardinals up after the, the Rockies and the Cubs, uh, which means they can do some damage in, in the NL Central, which could bode well for them uh, as being a contender or making a run uh, for the postseason before the season's over. Uh, maybe I'm a dreamer. But I, I, I hold out some hope. Uh, and anyway, Chick will get ready for that game tonight, and then I'll get you ready for the one tomorrow afternoon. I'll be back uh, noon to 2.45 or so before the Reds and them uh, go back at it. Uh, let me just mention this from earlier, and this is bewildering, and maybe we'll have to investigate this a little bit tomorrow. It's a tough one. It doesn't happen very often, at least not this way. And you hope that it doesn't happen very often in general. And I had somebody message me on Twitter said that their dad and mom used to tell them regularly that they figured that they mixed up their kids uh, in the nursery at the hospital when they did dumbass things, which scarred them arguably for life, too. But, uh, you know, it's just I don't my mom would say that once in a great while. Not a lot, but it happened. Maybe it only happened once, but it stuck with me is what I'm trying to say. But this is crazy. There's a woman in New York or a couple in New York, but she's the one who uh, uh, gave birth. Uh, She's from New York. She had twins. They were in vitro fertilization, which a lot of people do when they can't have babies, uh, you know, normally on their own or whatever else. And uh, what she found out, apparently, is that uh, the babies weren't actually her babies. They, they were somebody else's in the midst of uh, however they mix up the stuff in the Petri dish or whatever, uh, turkey baster. Uh, look, I'm no scientist. Uh, I'm no baby maker, at least not that way. Uh, they they ended up uh, in planting the wrong kid and then uh, or kids, and then it ends up that uh, what do you do? Another couple somewhere else has their children. Now there's a lawsuit. So, I mean, what do you do? You want a big payday. Fair enough. But then – it's your kid now. Even though you've you've carried the kid with for you know however many months, nine months, uh, whether they're a thousand miles away, three thousand miles away, or across the street, you carried it. It may not be yours genetically, but do you want to give that baby up? I, I can't imagine that scenario. Whether it was switched in the nursery or switched in the Petri dish before they put it in you to be able to, you know, get you swollen with joy to give birth naturally to this kid, uh, that, that's, a, that's a horrible, bad scenario. And, and I don't know how you keep track. You hope they, they don't mess that up. I mean, that, that is up there with having a surgery, but even harder to keep track of. Once in a while, you'll hear these stories, and they're great to talk about, but horrible to live through. And, and I have a buddy of mine who has uh, been a surgeon, and another one who had been an anesthesiologist, and they used to joke, like you go in to have surgery on your leg or your arm, or, or uh, there was a guy in the news a year or two ago had some type of testicular uh, issue. It's even uncomfortable for me to say as I cross my legs here, uh, just saying it. Uh, and the, the, they went in, and they took the wrong um, hanging down thing. Uh, and that's not good. Because then you only got another one, and I think the other one was okay, but the one was there was a defective issue, and then you're screwed. And then you, you, money's great, but you don't get that kind of thing back. I mean, you don't go to the, like the, the testy store and get new ones. You don't go get new babies. So what do you do? I mean, the docs told me that uh, you should take a Sharpie. Like if they're supposed to work on your left arm or your right arm, Sharpie it. Put an X on it. This is the one. Because you'd think that on the documents, the paperwork, they go, okay, uh, right arm surgery. 
Uh, like my buddy Scotty had uh, surgery, and that, it was kind of obvious, I think, which one was broken because it was all like swollen and ugly looking or whatever. Uh, and certainly now it is in, with the staple uh, or stitches in there too. But what do you do you know, because they take the wrong arm off, and then you're stuck with an arm that has to come off, and they took the wrong one off? I mean, there's you can get all the money in the world, but it's not going to bring your arm back. It might get you like a really cool, like a uh, you know, prosthetic, and, and you better have a Cadillac of prosthetics, I would think. Uh, but still. You you get the the IVF and you're thrilled. You got babies and then they're healthy. And then all of a sudden you find out that they're not yours. You're gonna take them back to the baby store. I mean, only if you look at. I mean, <laughs> somebody just mentioned if they're ugly. That's terrible. That's Pete. I don't know who Pete is, but Pete, that's harsh. I'm glad you said. Well, I said it, but you tweeted it at me. I'm sorry. But that that's just terrible and wrong. It is just awful. I, I can't I, I I don't know what you do. Oh, by the way, uh here hang on a second. I asked for injury uh, photos. Text them to or uh, tweet them at me at Sterling Radio. And then tomorrow we'll, we'll have some fun on bad injuries and mishaps and oops and whatnot because I got a couple friends who've done it. I've had some oops and accidents and injuries that I have photographs of. I'll at least share some of those. Send them to me. Uh Christine Metzger, Metzger Christine on Twitter, uh sent me a picture of I don't know if it's hers or her husband's, I can't tell, but it is an x-ray photo on a phone that they uh, copied to me that is a a forearm with a couple of, uh, I guess that's the radius, if I'm not mistaken, humerus radius, I forget all the bones names, I'm not a surgeon, I don't need to know. Uh, Either way, it's all, they're both busted and it's bent the way your arm should never go. That is ugly, ugly, bad, and and it had to have hurt. Uh, Dave Keaton's holding his head now in misery, only because he's been here a long time. I hope it's not because of me, but uh, just the same way. It's because of the photograph. Uh, so if you got your injury photos, at Sterling Radio, get them to me. And then what we'll do is uh, we'll talk about them. We'll share them. We'll have a little fun. I mean, if you've already suffered through it, the least you can do is have some fun with the injury. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. All right. Uh, Chick Lugwig's coming up. We'll get you ready for Reds and Rockies. See exactly what's going on. I could tell you the starting lineup. I don't think I'm going to steal any thunder here, but it's probably good to know. Maybe you want to know. Nick Senzel in center, leads off. Joey Votto, uh, hopefully getting together and uh, starting to come alive the last couple of weeks. He'll be at first, as always, batting second. Eugenio Suarez, uh, bats third. He'll be at third. Yasiel Puig in the cleanup spot and right where he belongs, hopefully staying with the Reds the rest of the season. Philip Irvin is uh, batting fifth. Jose Iglesias, who's insane to watch. He's great with the leather at short, batting sixth. Jose Peraza at second. Kirk Casale, he's behind the plate. Tanner Roark on the mound, and hopefully... A win for those Reds tonight in Colorado. Uh, so we'll see exactly what happens. First pitch, 7-10. I'm back here tomorrow following what should be Ken Brew, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, the Sunday morning sports talk, and, and we'll have some fun. And by the way, somebody sent me this too. Uh, may not have all been cattle rustlers. They found several of the cows apparently running loose just uh, down the way, some 10 miles away. I don't know if they meandered there on their own or somebody rustled them up and then they got loose. And apparently some of them are show cows. I don't know what that is, because when I think cow, I think sizzling steak with a head of broccoli and a baked potato on a plate off the grill, charred a little bit, unless it's given milk. Though they are a majestic creature, and I love cows, what do you show them for? I mean, are they a special hybrid cow? They're pretty, like a, like a Clydesdale, the Budweiser cow or something with the furry paws or feet or hoofs. I don't know what the hell they have. I got to go. The news next. Matt Reese has it.
Reds baseball, first pitch coming up 7-10. Chick Lugwood gets you ready for it next on the home of the Reds, 700 WLW Cincinnati. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.